feel like I'm at school. The best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. You get to look this way. Yeah. That's all right, because, you know, got a bit of a dedication for you and fucking your mate Dave Grohl. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to remind everybody in last episode that I think he's the devil. <laughs> and you might get to learn how I know. Ooh. Oh, finally, the secrets will be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that at a film clip? Oh, he plays the devil in the film clip, yeah. but I think there's darkness in that guy in the world that wants to celebrate him. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think that. But also, I mean, you've retired your rock and roll dream. I'd rather buy yeah. your fucking album than buy his fucking album. You know, I'm always, <laughs> I've always shunned what's fucking popular because yeah. that's just the way I've been. And I find that bloke on the edge of retirement, not that bloke looking for his 10th buddy gold record, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll we'll, <clears throat> we'll dig deep in that shortly, shall we? No, well, not much. I'll just fucking ramble a bit of shit, and we'll go okay. from there. Well, shall we get him on the line and give him right a reply? Oh, have you got him? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there'd be an AI. Yeah. Or something we could, we yeah. could use. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't give me any ideas. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, I can hear his response coming into this episode. I'm scripted by Scotty. Uh, this one's for your dear mate, Dave Grohl. <laughs> there is a place that you may never know, for it lives deep inside me. This is the place where the evil reside and souls can never roam free. Now, is this a place I visited once or is this all just make-believe in a place this foul and depraved could you suddenly just up and leave? In a place such as this, where to see is to fear, I've sacrificed all that I am just to be back here. I fought to return from the fires of hell and all to project a warning that there is a place that burns all night, but alas, there is no morning. So if you feel that evil you've done, then the beast, he will already know. (laughs) It's easy to say I'm going to hell, but the panic will set when you go. In a place such as, and so on. There you go. Written by Chris Kelly. I was on the say, cusp oh, on okay. the cusp of secondary school. So I Sounds think I, like a Chris uh, Kelly original. I think yeah. I was. I think I was in grade six and about to go to St Pat's when I wrote that. And I don't really know. You're a good little Catholic boy, were you? Hey, good little Catholic boy. Well, I, I was doing RE after state school and all yeah. that sort of stuff. But I thought I'd better read the Bible before I head off to this thing that Mum and Dad were sending me to because it's the legacy. You know, the Pop went there, Dad went there, I'm going there. So, yeah, I'm not sure, but it's a bit profound because I don't know. But when I moved out to that house near the cemetery, about 37, and we decided we were going to put a bit of a band together, it was the mates kicked the drums, that come back into me brain, pulled it out. So it was one of the first songs I kind of recorded, but written when I didn't, I don't know where the, where the words came from. I just remember I wrote it as a kid, you know. Yeah, right. so, yeah as if I've come back from hell to say, hey, it exists, pull your fucking head in. <laughs> so there you go. So maybe I'm back here to pre- present, you know, present that warning and maybe a certain uh, DG, not our podcast mate, but the other DG. <laughs> I think he's got the other version of that. You know? So there you go, Scotty. You want to remind everyone that I think Dave Grohl's the devil? Maybe <laughs> maybe I know. Maybe somehow I know. Yeah, mate. Did you meet him down there, did you? Well, again, you know, I didn't uh, you ever, you ever watch Drive Angry? No. When no, Nicolas Cage fights his way out of hell? No. To basically protect his daughter or to, you know, uh, retribution against the guy that uh, killed her? 
But no. that's a ripper. That's an absolute Never ripper. Never actually heard of it. No. Well, no, Drive Angry. It's probably my favourite Nicolas Cage movie. He's a real badass in it and stuff. But yeah, okay. yeah, and it's got the freaky guy who's bloody, you know, sacrificing to the devil and all that stuff. But mm. it's a cool one. Yeah, but yeah, right. no. He, and he end up, ends up buddy, stealing the buddy god killer, they call it, the weapon that can take out ethereal presences and mm. runs from hell. And uh, yeah, the guy used to be in. I'm trying to think of the show he was in, but there's a guy that plays death pretty much that's coming to try and get get him back. Mm. And, yeah, no, put it on tonight, mate. You'll sounds, love it. Sounds a bit like Ghost Rider. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, uh, and the, de- the death man coming to get him. Yeah, well, um, the Johnny Depp X is in it. Amber Heard. Amber. Yeah, yeah well, Amber. I ain't fucking watching that then. She, dri- <laughs> oh, she drives a 68 Charger. Would that get you over the line? No. Is she shit on the bed? <laughs> Fuck that lady. Hey. Does she shit on the bed? No, she doesn't. doesn't <laughs> that, that was the dog. Come on. <laughs> I'll tell you what. i tell you what. She was badass in that. She really destroyed herself because I like, yeah, she's amazing in that movie. But I haven't watched it since the trial, yeah, so okay. well, maybe it's affected even, me. Anyway, so there you go. Well, welcome to the studio, by the way, because we string the guests out a fair bit at the intro, but mm. Daryl from Truck Spotting Ararat. G'day, boys. Welcome aboard, that, mate. That is an Instagram handle, isn't it? Yes, that is Truck Spotting Ararat yep. on Instagram. Even type it into Facebook, he'll pop up. Yep, he's easy to find. He's got seven and a half thousand followers. I think I found on Facebook. Yeah, for the truck stuff. Nice one. It's good to be here. Thanks. Yeah, no, no worries at all, mate. Thanks for coming on board. No worries. I've been real slack with this one. I've just I've been doing Jeep things. General business car update. Anything to report? Uh, what have I got? General business. Uh, the Nasher update. Yeah, big shout out again to Scooters. Solving those spring shackles, car rides like a dream. I mean, it's lost rattles out of the doors and all sorts of things, you know. It's just instantly come good, heaps better, brilliant price. And, again, you know, oh, I noticed one of your engine mounts is five mil too low, so I've spaced it up, you know. Like, you're just really thorough. So champion effort. Uh, Rolled it into True Line as well because it was creaking a little in the front and Damien had said to me that he'd definitely, you know, jack it up, grease it, let it down, up and down, get a bit more grease into it. So, um, and, yeah, what do I owe you, mate? I'll grab me wallet. No, just a shout out. Yep. He's a good egg. Yeah, no, he's good. He did the he did the Chevy and um, he's a good good bloke. Yeah, and he did Kevin Simpson's uh, XDH and threw shims and everything in that because it had spat all the shims out of the front end and uh, Kevin drove three hours down to buddy, uh, Trafalgar, Trafalgar. Um, to meet up with the other chopped EH, so that was pretty cool. Nice. But, no, he's a good egg, Damien, definitely. Yeah, no, if uh, any wheel alignment issues, uh, true line in Latrobe Street. Yep, any custom fabrication issues, get your ass into scooters. I think he wants to do less mechanical and more fabrication, but I think I can still convince him. So is he doing mechanic stuff as well, is he? He is a mechanic. Yep. But, yeah, really, like, you know. So he'll do servicing and that sort of stuff as well. I think he'd rather not. I think you'd rather do yeah. big jobs. Yeah. And um, Cactus Katie, because she's got a cab over that they want to build down the track to, and I've mentioned to him about that, and there's a chance that he's going to put, put that in the back corner and just chip away on it. Yeah. So I said, no, I'll flog that side of your business, mate. I'll remind everyone that's what you do, but do you think you could install me valve springs for me? <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky bastard I am. So with the Nasher in fine order, more general business, uh, Tom Bilston and I headed down to the hack shop Factory mm. open in Melton. You would have picked up on that. Yeah, I watched the uh, the, the little video the other night, and um, I didn't actually realise they were in Melton. I thought they were 
further down the road in, in actual Melbourne. Uh, Sunbury and Some, oh, Lisbon the or something are, like they're travelling. Yeah, you know, shops in Melbourne. Yeah, they're both travelling to work, but right in behind Tyre Power there Yep, uh, on the main drag, which is a bit of a hub for all things car-related in Melbourne anyway, so they've really landed in a great spot. And for a couple of guys that have got a really good following and everything on YouTube, you can just turn up and say good day. Yeah. You know, they love that open bloody honesty of the situation. They've also got their – they <clears> actually <throat> formally registered the Hack Shop Garage Car Club too, so um, – I saw that, and they're do, talking regos. They and, can do club rego on that. Um, there was a link on their last video, <coughs> excuse me, um, to their website for all the details. I think it's a yearly fee or something, and yep. they can have monthly meets, monthly cruises and that, and um, it's look, it's, it's probably a bit too far for – for me and for us, but uh, right. anyway, anyone down that way? I can tell you that it's not too far for them because they're really, you know, we've met, we'd mentioned them coming onto the podcast as well and they're pretty excited to head this way. They said we were welcome to go down there. They'd house us. Yep. Otherwise, they're more than happy to head this way to Scotty's and uh, do an episode here. So, no, yeah, so uh, good good boys, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I enjoy, <clears> their, uh, enjoy their videos. And you would have noticed too. in the video all the kids running around. It's just, like I, I keep saying it, you know, kids don't want to restore cars, but they want to build hot rods and street machines, you know. It's just mm. amazing, that community gathering. I did see the Nash pop up a few times. Yeah, no, I even got a mention in the video, mate. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. You actually see it from the drone shot as well. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, so really good coverage. I think the boys were heaps excited. Um, events coming up. Uh, Evelyn's now got entry forms and everything for the Chrome on the Goldfields, our uh, darling Tracy Fisher. So that's the 20th to the 22nd of October, but entries are available now. Uh, what else? Patina Breakdown. I just want a bit of a reminder. 17th to the 19th of November. Ballarat Street Meet's coming back. Mm, I saw that. So, yeah, Bonnie Arnell's launching her second one of those, and that was the biggest thing to happen in Ballarat. Is it the same spot? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. So, yeah, Ballarat Street Meet. So that's the 16th of December. Uh, and that's about where I got to, mate, on general business, really. Very good. Yeah, I don't, I don't have much apart from the Chev, uh, Chev departed uh, Ballarat and um, I haven't heard from the fella, so I'm assuming it uh, now resides down in Melbourne. So, yeah. um, And you're blowing apart a Wrangler to, uh, Jeep to do a buddy clean-up, mate, yes. a bit of detailing. Or... We bought a Jeep. Bought a Jeep, but, mum um, bought a Jeep. Yeah, oh, it's got nothing, <laughs> nothing to do with. Uh, you know the selling of the Chevy anything's been on the cars for a little while but oh, yeah. um the plan is to put the Mustang in the shed because it's well it's the wife's daily driver it's yep it's a 2017 and it's just a tad under 30,000 k so um you know it's it's her baby so um this little Jeep would just be a day-to-day runabout and yep something to take out the bush on weekends and get in the mud go. and but um, yeah, it's, it's, um, anyway, it needs some work, but we're yeah. getting there. You're going to meet Jamie out the bush for a tug off, mate? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm about to take the winch off the thing, so I won't uh, be tugging pre- on anything. Lance was pretty quick to put his hand up. I'm coming too. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's been, um, my car update, the old Jeep. She's up on stands. Bit of a noisy diff, so we've drained the oil and um, needs a axle seal. So um, the uh, second and a half year apprentice is popping around this afternoon to pull a few bits and pieces off and yep. give me a hand with it. So it's a little bit of a apprentice project as well. So um, we'll get everything we can do 
at home done and then we'll present it for roadie and see how it goes. But yeah. I think once we get all these things ticked off, I don't think there'll be, be much like you have know, just new rotors, pads. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's a few oil leaks which uh, we can sort out and um, a lot of cosmetic stuff. She's had a bit of a rough life. She's certainly been used as a uh, bush pig, this thing, that's for sure. Yeah. So uh, we'll try and tidy it up a little bit. And, um, and everything seems to photograph better, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we, look, we probably paid a little bit too much for it, but anyway, what do you do? It's and, still it's still a cheap car. And again, you and your lady met it, met, and you were driving one. You know, there's always a bit, mm. of, a bit of a nostalgic element to it. I well, it's funny because I was trying to actually go. I think it was Ocean Grove. I'd been messaging a guy down at Ocean Grove who actually had the identical one to the to the to the model I had. I had a later model one. This one, the red one's a '96. Yep. It's actually she's pretty old. Um, I had a 2000, 2001, oh, one yeah. of the last of them, I think. And um, it is the uh, yeah, the Cherokee classic. And uh, there's one identical, same color and everything down in Ocean Grove. And I'd sort of messaged him, and it was it was getting a bit hard to. I don't, just on that, another marketplace thing. If you got something for sale, why make it so difficult <laughs> to for sell? people to contact you? Yeah, like I messaged this bloke. And you can see he's seen the message. Yeah. So I messaged him again. Is it is it for sale for a start? Yep. Yep. Oh, can I come down the weekend? Oh, no, I'm away this weekend. Right. Oh, when can I come down? Well, I work from home. You can come down any day during the week. And because I had the that Friday off leading up to it, I was actually going to try and get down there on that Friday. But yep. anyway, we bought the one in a Chuka, so we went up to a Chuka to bring this thing back. But, um, you know, just I've, I've sort of spoken and messaged and – and um, interacted with some people about some car, you know, a toy for me. Yeah. And it's it's just so fucking hard. <laughs> like it's – like I actually rang someone about a Beetle. Yeah. The other day, which had been on my save list on, on car sales. Yep. And um, I thought, yep, yeah, I'm going to ring him and, you know, suss him out. And um, he found out I was from Victoria and basically said, oh, no, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I said, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I've sort of dealt with people in the state. And if you're listening, mate, go, what the know, fuck, mate? What, what are you on about? Yeah, like, yeah. I've literally would have transferred you the money and told you to give the keys to a truck driver. That's yeah, how hard it would have yeah, been. Yeah, absolutely. I've dealt with in the state before and, and you know, we've had tolls. I said, it's not going to be a toll, mate. I'll give you the, I'll transfer yeah. the money. <laughs> I'll organise the truck to come and pick it up. You give them the keys and that, then That's you it. don't have to worry about it. But is it too hard? Yeah. Oh, let me think about it. I said, don't worry about it. I hung up. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> what else was there? Oh, I messaged the fellow this morning and um, he he had some pictures up and, you know, described a few rust, yeah, not rust bubbles, but just whatever. And I said, can you send through some more pictures? Maybe a walk around video. Yep. All I get back was... Ring me after nine if you're keen and got the cash. It's like, well, mate, <laughs> I've got, I've, I've got the cash, but I'm not going to bother now. Like, no, f- just fucking, you take photos. I don't understand. You take photos of the worst part of the car. Like, just so that you don't have to then try and describe it, or you know, bloody get someone mm. caught out. Like, it's just ludicrous. Anyway, anyway, there we you go. go. I've got, uh, I've, yeah, I've got a mate up in Mildura actually going to look at a car for me today up yeah. there. So, don't want to say any more on that at the minute. Uh, well, it doesn't really matter. It's not just an, an old Commodore, yeah, uh, early early Commodore, which is 
pretty tidy and reasonably priced. So, yeah. um, no, nah, I don't know. Cool. Yeah, I've got a bit of a vision in my head if it ends up back here of what, what it might look like. Yeah, I saw a post the other day celebrating, or yesterday was it, celebrating car of the year, the VB Commodore. Mm. So I had to write the story in the comments about the old man's VB Commodore, recalled several times and went on to kill one of his mates. So, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, it was a bad car, just a bad car. But, you know, the old man told the dealership, don't put that car in the yard. He told his mate, I'm not selling it to you. It's been back four times now and it's got to be back again because you'd hit mm. the brakes and it'd pull left or right. It yeah, was brutally right. unpredictable. Mm. Crossed Anthony's cutting, went under a semi with his mate at the wheel because the dealership fuck. put it in the yard and his mate went and bought it from the yard. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then last words, apparently, what have I fucking done? So, mm. yeah, died in hospital. But, yeah, so there you go. VB, so, see? But it's the first of any series. I think you got to be real careful. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he had a VC later and it was, v- it was V8 manual and it was a glorious car. Yeah, I had a VC. Yeah. Um, this, this one is a... It's a VB with a VC grill factory, just a 253, but nice, nicely yeah. done, very, so, very tidy. Saw a VB done as a VH the other day too, done as a Group 3 VH. There's, there's, one, there's one in here. That must be the one. Oh, was it in here, was it? No, there's one in here, no. a VB done as a VH. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway. Okay, all good. Well, let's get our uh, guest back into the studio and we'll do yeah. run through the nev- what I'm calling the Nevelate 8 now 10. <laughs> Never late eight plus two. Yeah, that, that Actually, I haven't right even too. bothered. I've, <clears throat> I haven't even written down the question, so yeah. I'll let you uh, roll with this one, mate, because I can never remember them. How long we've been doing this? And yeah, I, I know. Remember. We always do it, and we get the order up the shit. And I ran past the event one last time, and we had to go back to it. So, Daryl, do you want to take us through your first car? Actually, before we do it, because you do that sometimes too, just give us a little rundown on your truck spotting error at World, mate. Sure. Um, Basically, it started back in January. Um, I needed subjects to shoot around town, yep. something to do, and I started shooting um, buildings in Arradale, that yeah. cycle, asylum. Yep. That was boring. So yeah. I went to the main road and took a photo of a truck by chance. Yep. And then another one, then <clears throat> put it on Facebook, and then someone said you should start a page. Yep. That was it. Um, I thought maybe I'd find 10 people. Yeah. 10 drivers to see their trucks. Yeah. And then another 10. And then within, I think, three or four weeks, I had 500 people following it. And then, yeah. It's a small world, the trucking community. Yeah. Um, and, it, and like I think you've said too, it's a niche because mm. the drivers are shooting photos of their clean, shiny truck from outside. They're not yeah. getting to see themselves at the <laughs> wheel. It's, a, you know, and. Amazing photography too, by the way. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of pride in what they do. Yeah. So I think that's what's resonated is they get to see themselves driving the trucks and then they've told their mates that mm. it's really just snowboard from there. Yeah. Wouldn't take long to get around. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's impressive though. Mm. Um, January and 7,000 followers already. Yeah. It's, um, the guys spend a lot of time on their trucks. Yep. Um, and for them to see it, um, proper photography because I used to be a live music photographer. Yep. Um, then I got into this, and for them, it's just something that they, they can be proud of. And yep. a lot of the guys buy prints and canvases. Um, I was just going to say, their do, families. You, do they, do they um, yeah. hit you up for prints? And Yep. I've been doing a lot of A2 prints lately. Um, and I went through a run where I did 35 big 18 by 36 inch canvases. Um, I've taken a break from that because it's 
a lot of work to, you know, organise payments to everything. But, yeah, so they too have been really good. Yeah. A good outlet. And I think we were saying, like, you've been um, canvassing the idea of whether people mm. want to see a book. Yes. That's yeah. – um, <clears throat> I reckon by the end of the year I want to do a hardcover book. Yep. Um, 100 pages, 100 trucks. Yep. Um, I'm just working out how to go about it. Um, where do you go get a book done? I've no idea. So I've just I've got the ball rolling. Yep. And it's just where to go from here. Yeah. We've also like Daryl and I were chatting and he was talking about maybe having an exhibition of his work. And that yeah. harks back to something I spoke about in the podcast once before. If there was a trucks and coffee type of event where drivers can then be chatting to the community to build a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bridge between there and just, I mean, safety concerns, you know, to let people know mm. that if they jump in front of you, you're going to get bloody mowed out, mowed out of the way. Mm. And, you know, just, I don't know, just to have, like we know the car community are talking to people who don't have cars and it's a really good thing and it kind of mm. keeps us a bit secure in what we do. But I think, yeah, to have that community involvement with the drivers and everything would be amazing too, so. Yeah, well, that's one thing <clears> I've really connected with the community is, they're taking notice of the trucks that come through now. Yep. Um, and they haven't before. Yeah. And it's also breaking down the stigma with truck drivers. You know, they've got a bad name with the general public. Yep. But a lot of the locals I've got to know and they get to see these trucks. Yeah. So they've appreciate what comes through town a lot more. Yeah. I think. And I know that I grew up with a bit of, you know, I had a custom rodder magazine in one hand mm. and a truck and life in the other hand, you know, yep. and I'm not the only one, like yep, plenty definitely. of blokes we know, but you know, all the scroll work and script work on trucks is, you know, oh, so yeah. close to hot rodding, you know. And yep. Yeah, that little bit of pride in the fleet. And, mm. No, it's good stuff, mate. Yeah, that's really, really enjoy it. Really, really good um, painters out there too doing the scroll work. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're, I don't know how they do it, but they're incredible. Yeah. Just the attention to detail. Yeah, we've got, Phil, we got Phil Smythe in Ballarat. The old yep. man was telling me about a couple of trucks that he's restored for himself of late too, yeah. so I've got to go and check in with Phil. But I've heard that name actually. Yeah, no, there you go. Yeah, Philip Smythe Visual Creations in Learmont Street, Ballarat. That's the one, yep. Yeah, no, he's a legend. And he owned that Dodge Roadster that ended up in the Black Betty, Black Betty film clip. Right. For spider bait. Yeah, yeah he crime, owned yeah. that Roadster at one stage too, Phil, so he's a bit of a hot rodder. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, good stuff. No. Really enjoy it. So everybody, look up Truck Spotting Ararat, type it into Instagram, into Facebook and follow along. It's good stuff. So let's go back now to the uh, Neville 88 plus two. Uh, <laughs> first car-related memory, mate. Okay, so this would have been about 1989. Um, my grandfather came home in an HQ Monaro two-door with a vinyl roof. Yep. And it was loud. Remember that, but when, um, and I think it sat in the backyard for quite a while, and then my uncle, um, was going to do it up, so I took the vinyl roof off, yep, and it sat there for years. I remember they paid about 1500 for it back then, yep, and it just sat in the front yard for years until they sold it, not much more than that, but <laughs> if they had stayed in the family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was two tone. It was dark brown on top and like a gold color. Yeah, on the I bottom one. Yeah, yeah, kind of an beautiful car. Is it the deep dish rims? Yeah, they're called. Yeah, the jelly bean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It yeah. was probably the most beautiful car I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, wow. I'd never forget the sound of it. 
Yeah. And I want to say too, while we're here, because, you know, Daryl, yeah, he's the truck man, but we met at a bloody car gathering in Ararat too, and yep. he's shot photos of bloody Hot Rod Jones, 33, and my Nash parked up together, and yep. he sort of said to, said to Rude, I haven't been in a Hot Rod before, and he's mm. like, jump in. Yeah. How, how good's that car, mate? That was a ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first time in a hot rod, and I loved it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a wicked car. He's a good man. Too. Actually, I caught up with Rod about a month ago now. Yep, I gave him. Um, I used to work at Cherry Bar in Melbourne, and we had Motorhead come in one night, <laughs> and um, I think the night after that, they took us backstage at Festival Hall about 2010, and before once the band had left, they had. Pieces of paper with their names on all the doors. Yeah. So I grabbed all them and I gave one to Rod, actually. I'll bring one in next time. Oh, fuck yeah. For oh. you guys. So. <laughs> yeah. I've so just got, now you're talking. Yeah. I've got all this memorabilia from mm. my years in the music industry Let's, and it's in a box. Oh, man, get it on the wall. Let's see, yeah. how, let's see how quick Scotty can fucking push us through this magazine <laughs> review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. shit, the magazine. Oh, it's, no, it's gone. Scott. Yeah, yeah, Scotty's off there, right? I thought he was about yeah. to pull the music chat intro on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, very cool. What's your first car that you spent your money on, mate? Um, XF Fairmont Gear, yeah. 1987. First thing I did was I put a two-and-a-half-inch exhaust on it and 12 slotters, yeah. as you do. Yeah. Grey or silver? Cream. Cream. Yeah, oh, Fairmont yeah. gear with the electric dash. Yeah. Yep, Beautiful yep. cars, the interiors with the velour. Yeah, no, they uh, were. Probably one of the best interiors I've seen. Yeah. Just what, for comfort. When I was living up in Mildura, the boss got one and it was brand new, but it was, yeah, the, the grey, the charcoal. Yeah. And um, basically well, they were wrapping up Sunrise, your fruit packers, and he teed me up a job interview at the Mildura Fruit, fruit Co-op, so I sort of rolled down there in his car. Yeah. He didn't confirm whether I had a licence or not. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's funny in the, the 80s how um, one starts something then all of a sudden everyone's got a fucking Star Wars dash. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, you, you've, you've never heard of it before, but like yeah. I had one in the Calais, which fucking hardly ever worked to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, the, I remember the Falcons had one and they were very mm. similar, just the LED bars that go up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, would that have? I know the Corvettes had them in in certain years. Um, but yeah, it's just like it just it just sort of came out of nowhere because yeah. you're going from a VH SLE, yeah, basically, or an XE Fairmont, which yeah. still had the little you know the dials and yeah. probably those stupid economy fucking uh, yeah, those <laughs> economy yeah, the vacuum gauge to bang. Oh, hang on, we've got fucking we've got computer screen in front of our. Yeah. It must have blown people's oh, minds. The future, it's here. If yeah. you go back, well, you go back. Actually, back. I think the XF and the VK could have been the first with cruise control. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you go back to VK, right, we're talking 84. Mm. This bloke was pretty young in 84, the old man's carton, brand new Commodores. You know, I was pretty, mm. I was excited, you know. Like, mm. And it's weird because it's not something that I'm really so much into now, but I do, like, even just mm. those little trip computers and that. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just, just, it thrill. must have just, I just, imagine what it would have been like being a sales guy. Oh, man. In in 84, you know, you've got XEs and you 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 go to the Ford, like as I've been, you know, Toyota, Mazda training and Isuzu training and yeah, all this yeah. sort of stuff. You're a sales guy in 1985, you're going to the training of the XF and or the VK Calais and they yeah. unlock a fucking <laughs> digital fucking Star Wars dash. Yep. Like, pff, yeah. fucking, yeah. they all would have gone and bought one. <laughs> Fuck you. And in what? the Fairmont gear, you had a cigarette lighter in every door. 
Yep. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and yeah. ashtray. It was just luxury. It was always always found and um, probably going back because, like, the, my families were a bit different. Like, some were holding. No, no one really had a badge, but probably mm. dad's, my granddad, because he worked at Ford's, probably stuck with the Ford's and his kids and my uncle's stuck with Ford's on that side and the other side was a bit of everything. But um, you'd always find the Ford's were always a lot more comfortable like you're getting an XF Falcon and getting a VK Calais, the mm. Falcon is so much nicer to be in. Yeah. Like as in comfort and ride. But yeah. um yeah, just I could just imagine eighty five fucking even I the Telstars. Those. Telstars yeah. come out with that. Yeah. And the, the Falcon those Fairmonts had a little <laughs> a little uh sound the little knob that changed the speakers. Oh really? Yeah, yes, they did too. Yeah, was it a Vox like on? surround? Yeah, VK had a joystick. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Eighty-five. It's like it's like they yeah. know what everyone's doing. It's yeah, like, yeah. What year was the first Holden Caprice Statesman slash Caprice? Ooh. HJ. Yeah, I remember HJ Frankie Caprice. bringing one home. Yeah, power, I don't think they power had windows. A, I don't think they had a Caprice in HQ. I think it was yeah, well, HJ, HX. Oh, no, this yeah. might have been. Well, you'd be my phone a friend on that comment, so I'll take you on that one, mate. I just they, I can't They remember. had power windows and a red lights inside. Caprice probably. Well, yeah. back, back then a Caprice probably would have, but they might have been able to option. Like you could have optioned mm. anything. Well, this thing like, had power yeah. windows, and I remember sitting in the car <laughs> – up down, up, up there. there. Yeah. This is fucking cool. What the fuck? Yeah. Just mind blowing. Power windows. Oh, crazy. shout out local mate Mark Dell because he said the first time his kids got into a car with power windows, it, it hurt their brains mm. because everything they've got's old. So they get yeah. in Nan's new car, and it's like, yeah, so they were exactly the same yeah. and probably only four years yeah, ago. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> just, just on 1985, that was a big year of change between Ford and Holden. Mm. Ford dropped the eight mm. and brought in the um, EFIs. EFIs. Yeah. But that's when Holden weren't doing utes either. So Ford were doing utes yeah. with no eights and Holden were doing Yeah, when, cause they, no when did Holden stop the – when did WB stop? 84? VK, I think. Yeah, it was WB ran yeah, through to mid, early 80s. Yeah, it it must have been 84. Yeah. The last of the yeah, well, you're right. They wouldn't have had a Ute. No, nah. so they had V8s, but they didn't have a Ute. Yeah, Ford, Ford, Ford had did. Utes and didn't have a V8. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I know a lot of people never forgave Ford for that either. Yeah. A lot of people jumped onto the Holden bandwagon off the back of that that never went back. You know, but to counter that, um, <clears throat> Holden bought the VL Turbo, yeah, which I think had the Skyline engine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from memory. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I think I got the next one's the favourite car. Ah, oh, no, hang on. Regret, a regret or a missed opportunity? Maybe swallowing that uh, HQ Monaro up out of the backyard for oh, yourself yeah. might have been a good opportunity that was missed. There's also an XA station wagon. Yep. That was left to me by my pop, but um, my parents had it towed. You know where it ended up. Oh, shit. That was about 10 years ago, I think. Oh, there you but go. But biggest regret, probably selling my 993 TF Rodeo Space Cab. Yep. I had that for 12 years. Serviced it myself. Yep. One set of tyres over that 12 years. Yeah. Beautiful car. Um, I sold that when the tailpipe went, um, the tail shaft. Yep. That dropped out. And I got the car I've got now. Yeah, yep. Little yeah. Little That's my regret for sale. Yeah, we get into – we get into uh, – Pretty much current cars, so there mm. you go. We'll get that one in there in a sec. Yeah. There you go. Um, 
So that's kind of the favourite car that you've owned then, that one? 100%, yeah. Yeah, and again, yeah. for just tooling on it yourself, knowing what yeah. you got, knowing where it is. Reliable. I think it broke down once when it had um, dirty spark plug leads. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Go forever. No, something to, something to be said for reliability, that's for sure. Definitely. So we go to the current car, which is out the front. Yep, it's a um, 1997 Audi A4 B5 Quattro. Yep. Beautiful car. Yeah. Um, when I got it, um, it needed a transmission. Trying to find one for a 2.8 litre. Yeah. It's not easy. But I did, found it. Um, it's been good once I got that done. Um, got good mechanics out in Ararat, Paul yep. Leggett, Leggett Automotive. Right, yeah. And... Um, Harris Automotive, they do a lot of um, racing cars too. Oh, yeah. The street, they've got a VL Commodore. Yep. Bright pink one. Yeah, great car. Um, thirsty. Yep. <laughs> thirsty when you're up it or just thirsty anyway? Um, oh, it's not too bad on the highway. It's where it's best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but no. it's, um, it's a go-kart. It's low. Yep. Sturdy and it's all-wheel drive. So it's just yeah. it's fun to drive. No, good thing. Yeah. No. <clears throat> so now we go on to a dream car or a garage. So if money was no object. Yep. What? I think it's in the current Street Machine edition, actually. Taylor Harris's XB Coupe. <laughs> that is my dream car. I tell you what, that's nearly a top contender for dream car now, mm. isn't it, when we interview people? Yep. A yep. lot of XB, hard top mm. action coming out. Well, way. hard not to like, to be yeah. honest, yeah. to be fair. So my granddad got the HQ, my uncle, he had the XB Ford or Fairmont. Yeah. Um, I always found like when I was probably 18, 19, Falcons just felt bigger. Mm. They always were. Like just, you know, you're getting a bloody HQ until they went it feels their, a bit more sprightly. Until but they went to like that 88, 89. Yeah, up to, up to EA and VN, stuff. And VPs and the EAs. The EAs yeah. were smaller, but, yeah, the Falcons were always they much bigger They sort of balanced car. there, but mm. they yeah, yeah, always felt bloody spacious, that's for sure. They were ships. Yeah. Uh, there we go. What do we got? Dream car garage. Okay, events. What kind of events do you like going to, mate? Well, now I'm into truck photography. I've enjoyed going to a lot of the truck shows. Yeah, I uh, love the truck shows. The two I've been to, Beaufort um, Truck Show and the Ararat Truck Show. Yep. Both had trucks and cars. Yep. It's the best of both worlds. The Beaufort yeah. Show is a ripper. Oh, oh yeah. There's great. a lot of cars. Mm. Yeah. cars. I got to there late last time at the truck show. Remember that? Just mm. chatted a couple of blokes on the fly. But, yeah, no, I love the truck shows for sure. Yeah. And just – and, again, I'll, I'll put it on my list of things to do with that, Nash. If I know there's one, if I know Beaufort's yeah. on, I'm on my way. Mm. Yeah, so. I'm keen to get something going out in Ararat in terms of a dedicated truck show. I'd love that. That's on my list for probably – Months time, yeah. Well, you've definitely got the support behind you, even the following yeah. behind you to just spruik it. So, the casino truck show they do it in their main street, yeah. Um, and it looks just like our rat does, yeah. But obviously, with council, it'll take a lot of work. But well, we've seen it. I mean, we know even with the Western Highway shootout stuff, and that mm. they're happy to close that that block, you know, yeah, like they'll, they'll close that off. So maybe they're getting more flexible on that stuff. Yeah, definitely. That's coming up too, eh? Western Highway Shootout. I saw that yesterday, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Okie dokie. Uh, <clears throat> Scotty's Drop. Yeah, okay. Favourite TV or movie car or truck and why is it the bandit, <laughs> smoking the bandit truck? 
<laughs> Actually, Sorry, I'm, I'm assuming there. Yep. <laughs> I'd have to go with the Blues Brothers. Police nice. <laughs> yeah. Shitbox Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> um, hit it. Yep. Absolutely, that car. It's funny, when we started this chat, I got home and I thought, why the fuck didn't I bring up the Blues Brothers car? Because I've watched that movie that many times. And, oh, yeah, same, same. I love it. I love that Dodge. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That car by none. I just, that movie, yeah. that era one of, the of movie making, everything was done real. Properly, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. There like, weren't any models. There weren't any. Yeah, pra- um, all practical effects, yeah. all I, sci-fi. I, yeah. I remember reading about the amount of cars they trashed in that movie, and I can't, I can't remember. Still what holds it was. the record. Yeah, I think. it was something ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the police cars. Yeah, yeah. and I've, I've, that that mall scene. Well, I, I believe someone awesome. died in that. I think someone mm. got hit or something in the filming. But that was an an old mall that was getting shut down. So yeah, yeah, brief. <laughs> Still Carnage. one of my favourite. If you've never seen it. Stop listening to us. Go yeah, and watch the blues. <laughs> With a big megaphone on the roof. Yeah. It's just quality. Yeah, yeah no, nah, that's a bloody roofer. Love it. Yeah. Traded it for a microphone. Yeah. Here's yeah. the new one I brought in, and we know that, I don't know, people who know you well would know that you're into music. They would also know that you're into trucks. Yeah. Have you got a passion that we don't know of? Is there something else that would surprise people about this bloke? There is actually. I collect aircraft parts. Hell yeah. Um, aircraft parts. Aircraft parts. So I've got a shed full of wingtips, um, undercarriage doors, because I turn them into tables. Oh, cool. Wow. Um, it's, during COVID lockdown, it became a little side hustle. Um, yep. I had a contact at Moorabbin Airport, and he was an aviation electrician. Yep. And I saw an ad on Facebook for a propeller cone. Yep. I went down there and he said, that back corner, it's either going to a tip or a museum because he had to move hangers. So they said it's all going to go to the tip or, you know, to a museum. Yeah. Just said, said, grab what you want, 50 bucks. <laughs> so I did. Oh, yeah. I was in heaven because I grew up um, <clears throat> loving aircraft um, and oh, I've still got them all. I've just got to um, work on my welding skills <laughs> yeah. to make it happen. <clears throat> but, yeah. I found a little one that must be an old crop duster or something. There's actually two of them pretty close to Ballarat, but they're yep. both clearly retired. Yeah. And they're just sitting in a yard where they don't really belong. Mm. But I really would love to camp a one just yeah. for a one man camper. Yeah. Drag behind that Nash, I reckon. That's yeah. I'd, that, that'd be, that's, yeah. I'd be so, cool, I could see that. Just from the hatch and climb in. That's, yeah, not that's boys. my dream. I reckon that'd be wicked. Yeah. I'd have a property with an aircraft on it. That's all I want to do in life. Yeah, no, no, that's awesome. This look at this question, and it's mm. bloody key. Mm. You know, second yep. second drop in. Hell yeah! Mm. Um, got any words of inspiration, mate? Yes. Yep. Um, what I've learned from my truck page is, um, if you get your mind in good shape, you can do anything. Um, I went through twenty years of not good years. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't until I wanted to get better and I wanted to change my future and find happiness yep. that things started to happen because I was focused on the good, not the negative. Yeah. So once you make that um, connection and reach out for help, because yep. that, <clears throat> for, for me, um, a problem shared is a problem cared. Yeah. That's how I've approached it. So, and I've had mates I've been able to help through the same because they've seen the openness. Yeah. Yeah, just get, 
if you get your mind onto anything, onto something good, you can do it. Yeah, and again, shun yeah. those things that you know are holding you back to move yep. forward. You know, I really like that because, mm-hmm. again, that's a lesson I can take still every now and again. Yep. You know, got to remind myself. And never know. stop learning. No. That's a big one. Love that. That's perfect, mate. Thanks so much. Very good. Go <clears> on <throat> the uh, September Street Machine. There you go. With Heath starring on the front cover. Cracker cover. Absolutely cracking cover, mate. Lots of comments on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah. Just the cover in general, a good good cover, a good, it is a good cover. Yeah, absolutely Um, A lot of, yeah, of course, you get negative Nancy's about stuff. Potential of closed door resprays, you know, like who knows, but we know, you know. One thing I've never noticed until this magazine is the street machine sticker on the scoop. Yeah, yeah, well, I'd, yeah. I hadn't really picked up on it either, so I'll go with you on that, mate. Mm. And I... the other thing, I didn't realise it had ran on gas. Yeah, yeah. Now that was another mm. new one, another new reckoning. Um, anyway, we should. We, I'm sure we will be discussing this a bit. Yeah, well, I did have the cover down. Minutes. I just wrote cover. Fuck yeah. So you know, it was just a short bloody one this morning, I reckon. But uh, let's go with Daryl. I reckon, mate. What's your favourite car in this magazine? Um. <laughs> It'd have to be the XB yep. coupe um, for Taylor Harris. Scotty be more than happy to look that up. It just, it's got, I don't know. Oh, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's a classic. It's, it's perfect. Instant classic. The B45 Simmons, the, the colour combo. Yeah. Um, Two tone. It's yeah. got the front spoiler on it, which I really do love on mm. the XAXBs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of that car. Look at under the bonnet. How good does it look? Yeah, you know, it's wicked, mate. It's an absolutely wicked car. Those cars, the two doors, also the four doors, they looked absolutely mean. Yep. Whatever you said. I'd be lying if I actually said I knew who this uh, lady, lady was. Lady was but, yeah, um, an AFL footballer and boxer. Yeah. But anyway, she's got an impeccable taste of motor vehicles, so kudos. Yeah. Yeah, and this bit here. So you, stump, you stumped up and bought your dad an XB coupe. I tried to locate his original XB, but found out it had been written off. So Dad's mate Shane and I eventually found a GS from Sydney about four years ago. Has a perfect body, though I didn't worry about the engine quality as I knew Dad would work on it. Now it has all the bells and whistles. Dad had no idea I bought him the coupe and was completely surprised when I rolled into the driveway and handed him the keys. Still can't believe it's his. So, yeah, growing up around him. And, you know, wanted Dad to make sure he had one and then had to get one for herself anyway. I've upset a few purists, but it's my car and I make no apologies for modifying it how I want. Absolutely. Should be more of that. Yep. We, actually, she could come into the pure, into the anti-purist army, mate. We could yep. just get her to give them a tap every now and again when they get out of tune, you know. Yeah, just, <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's, uh, it's a classic car. Like, that. that's at home now and that could be at home in 1985 as well. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And as, uh, you know, we've already been ticked off, you know, dream cars for Daryl, but dream cars for so many people is an mm. XB hardtop. Yep. So, no, that's really cool. What did you uh, tie it down to, mate? I know you've been a bit rushed through your selections. Yeah, I said yeah. I had a, a bit of a half ass, but if you go to page 64, mate, this is my top pick of the, um, the mag. One that I put in as car as mentioned. Um, I'm, I really like this car. That's a really nice car, mate. Uh, Darren Benici, yep. XB Coupe. 
Um, I think it was the fat center lines that got got me without the radius rear guards. Yeah. Um, Even in that shot up there, the buddy. Yeah, the that, paint nearly looks semi satin itself. Does, you know? doesn't it? But it's, it's a great color and secret uh, mix by the sound of it. Reading the story, but um, just just a very well done car. Um, that side profile. Um, yeah, the, the, you see those things from the side, and it literally looks like you could take that roof off. Just looks like an afterthought. The yeah, roof. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but f- yeah, the XPs are, are, are very cool cars, um, and I really liked that one. Yeah. Um, and then I had, I had two, of course. You got uh, page forty-two, are you? No, I oh, went, went to well, page yeah. went to page fifty-six. Yeah, Caro's mention. <laughs> I um, stuck this one into special mentions um, too. I think it's Tainer or Tanner Didi. Yeah, uh, yeah. Conflict. Uh, been following this guy on Instagram for a while. I think I got onto him from uh, our old mate, Mr. Proshine, the detailer over there. I think he was detailing modeling for this shoot, but um, this is the one I was saying is the VB. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, no, F- I picked up on v- it now. So, yeah, VH, the one I saw the other day was definitely a Group 3 VH. I've said it before, I'm not really big on brown cars, but when it's done right and when it's, you know, a really good shiny paint yeah. job, it does look really, really, really good and that thing looks really good. I've mentioned before um, Local Hero Mouse. At a HX that he bought at a deceased, um, what was it? It was a clearance sale, deceased auction type thing, and it was very similar colour to that. Mm. All he did was put it on its guts, put a set of wheels in it, and a half cage, and it's one seven three three on the tree bench seat. And we took it to the Melbourne Hot Rod, uh, Melbourne Street Machine Show, and parked it out the front. As we walked away, I looked back, and there's two blokes trying to put their head under the fucking front of it to see what was in it. Like it just looked stupid tough, but. A colour that you still don't see a lot of HXs in either, so. Yeah, yeah I don't know. There's just something about that, the blown 355 under the bonnet. Um, another one that could have easily gone down the LS route, but. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, just... starting to, I'm starting to struggle to pick them if they're just, you know, like coil packs on top of the mm. rocket covers and they're just basic LS builds that's starting just, to wear me down a little. Just a really nice car. And, um, again, one of my criterias, I can see that driving down the street, just going to a coffee in cars. Oh, absolutely, mate. We can see that rolling around the mm. lake on a Sunday yeah. afternoon, that sort of stuff. So, no. No. so they're my two picks. Yeah, now, well, I've gone. So I went page 32 to shout out Heath. Well, I, I, I've put him in honourable mentions, of course, but <clears> I figured someone was going to pick this car, so I didn't really need to. Yeah, and I think well, I put it down and I just wrote, needed story. Mm. Like we needed the story. We've seen the car. The photos yeah. have impact all the way. But to be able to read through it and just learn a little bit more about Heath on the way through mm. um, and, yeah, what was involved in building that car. And I love that. I wanted a car that would give the 16-year-old version of yourself a stiffy if it rocked up at the local milk bar in the <laughs> late 80s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, yeah, Look again, he's, he's sort of – he's harking back to that 80s and early 90s Culture, but it still looks more than happy to be in the current trend, you know, in the current scene. Yep. Like it's and it, driving the wheels off it, you know, oh, like that's I love seeing it's, him it's in hard the, not to celebrate that too. Motor cars you know? and the things flicking around between, uh, you know, witches' hats and 
can steer too, I must say. Yeah, but, and, um, hit, and hit the ground running. It's not like, okay, now we've finished it, let's hope we get into yeah. a magazine or something. It's like, no, it never even but he paused. He's got one of the original hatchback tent. Yeah, yeah he's got the hatch hatch and he, uh, he put up a post the other day. He slept in the I've got to it. say, looking at these two pictures without the stripes, I'm I'm a bit of a I'm a bit torn as to whether I like it with or without. I I don't know. I don't I like them both, but I probably prefer just with the blue and the black. But yeah, yeah, I like yeah, his matching shirt. Yeah, a little smile on his head too. Yeah, and yeah. I like it's so good. So that that was it. But I also went for page forty-two. Um, hard not to give that bloody XR a Guernsey. Yeah, well, uh, again. Hard not to, but um, I, I always try and limit myself to two. Yeah, but no, it's a really nice car. That was at Motorex. Yeah, yeah. I think they're Clay Brothers of they know this fellow, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I think so too. There was a comment passed the other day, I reckon, about it. So, yeah, and 372 Windsor. That's mm. cool. I like oddball numbers. Yeah, very nice car. Yeah, no, nice car. And I thought you might have nearly gone the XR. So. Well, like I said, it's it's... One of those things, um, I don't know, I just kept coming back to that XP. Yep. I think it was the colour, I don't know. Yeah, no, and it's a beautiful car. So, no, more than happy with that. Well, now we go to the uh, best of the builds. Yep. So, page 114 for that section, Scotty, because I didn't write the page number down. I was a bit slack. Have you picked something out of here, Daryl, for yourself, mate? Something you like in the build section? Yep. There's Rihanna Lower. Is that car... In that section, was that this section here? Yep. Yep. That, probably the um. Is that the HG? Oh yeah, yeah. Joshua the Ainsworth got going there. Yeah, Josh Ainsworth's HG Prem. That's an original two fifty three car too. Yeah, right. She's put the three fifty five into it. Yep. Um, yeah, Joshua no. Ainsworth. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, just no. how good are the bench seats? <laughs> you yeah. just don't see that anymore. They're beautiful. Mm. Like, you know, and it sort of reminds me like you look inside Dave's car and HT Prem and the trim in that, the, mm. go- the Goya red and the silver yeah. mink, but it's just mint. Yeah. Mint as per yeah. the factory. Though. It's funny. I was listening to, um, I think it was Joe Rogan the other day, and oh, I can't remember who he had on. It might have been that fellow that's gone viral, Oliver um, Anthony Oliver music, Anthony, whatever yeah. it was. I don't even know what they're talking about. I'm sure it was him, but they were talking about LSD and you know when they banned it. And he said that it, you notice the correlation when you know LSD and they they what do they call it a code or a class whatever class A substance or class, class A substance when they classed it as that. Yeah, cars went boring. Yeah, <laughs> and I said a lot well, of things. Did. Well, a lot of things, and he was talking about movies, movies as well. Yeah, yeah. But, and it's like, well, far out. How accurate is that? Yeah, like but, you look at fifty-seven Chev. Like, yeah, who designed yeah. that? Yeah, no, yeah, a lot, lot of that rocket age Fucking stuff is rockets and 50, all that sort of 50, shit. Fifty-nine everything. Fifty-nine Buick, <laughs> the big Buick, fifty-nine Electra, the like, Invictors, and you know. Like, yeah, but um, you could be right, but the other. The offside of that now is in 2023, if you build something confronting, every fucking idiot in the world wants to put in drugs must have been oh, yeah, must right. be on <laughs> drugs, you know. And, <laughs> and some people's lives have been levelled by fucking drugs. Like what a horrific accusation, you yeah. know. Like 
but, but getting like that's when they actually took some pride in in mm. how things looked. Yeah, rather, it was a bit a bit more um, form over function. Yeah. Actually, you know, seeing that um, Kenworth still do the leather interiors just like that, mm. or the roof, the back, um, yeah. the interiors are still with the buttons like that. Yeah. Pressed in. That's the other thing too, I suppose. I mean, do you do interior shoots on trucks? Yep, I have. You have? Um, all, all aspects. There's nothing that I've sort of picked up much on. Yep. But, yeah, it's probably another really good one to be, you know, because people don't get to see what's inside. That's a good good point, actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, I like that. Because they're just – they've got a lot, of, a lot of space in there, a lot of them. But it reminds me, there's dark red yep. um, leather they used in the camera. So they're all made in Melbourne. Yeah. Down Bay's water still. Bloody awesome. Because, yeah. yeah, we often cry about the fact that we don't build cars anymore. Mm, yeah, exactly. We're still building trucks. Yep. Volvos so. are made here. Some Volvo trucks as well. Yep. Assembled here. Yeah, you know. Shit up. Where'd you go, mate? In the, uh, page 116. Um, down the bottom, uh, Joshua Hankey's. That, that was one of mine, a 2JZ. The and a WRX w- that's made... Into a two door and a wide body, and they've shoehorned a two JZ into it. That's uh, that is pretty awesome. Well, uh, well, I've only <laughs> just picked up the two door conversion. I didn't realise it wasn't a two door to begin with until you just mentioned. Yeah, well, it. they only made about two hundred of them, I think, from memory. Two yeah. doors. Um, they're worth a squillion dollars now, and they didn't make. It, it, I think he's basing it on the twenty two B, which yeah. is um, yeah ridiculous. Like the twenty two B's, you know. Or three, four hundred thousand dollar car. Now. Yeah, um, talking about go karts, that's one, eh? Absolutely. Oh, I just, I just love it. He's taken, which is essentially like that model WRX is is a classic now. Yeah, like, it it's is. a collectible car, and they've and, and they've exploited as much power out of that <laughs> format as they can too. Yeah. Like a lot of the guys with the high end Subaru stuff are are doing engine swaps yeah. because they found the limitations of those. So, engines. what engine is in it? Sorry, I didn't. It's a Supra, two J, ah, Supra, six cylinder. Twin oh, turbo. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd probably guess, and it's not all wheel drive anymore. It's probably just rear wheel drive. Yeah, it could be I just... guess, but um, you never know. It could be smart enough to rig up the front with a transaxle or something. But I just thought that was really, really cool. Did you see that Porsche I shot down at Hack Shop Garage? It's got instead of turbo RS down the side on the decal, yes, I did it say had the turbo yes. SR because yes. he's put the SR in it. Because he had a look into the Porsche stuff and all the 90s Porsche stuff. Like, you could only use 90s tech to upgrade it, mm. so it was never going to be much. But he grew up on Jap stuff. Yep. So he's thrown this fucking SR20 or whatever it is. But it still runs its Porsche transaxle and everything. Yeah. And oh, Jamie Clay and I went over there. I said to Jamie, I said, we can't walk past this car because I'd had a look at it earlier. And mm. the bloke was that friggin' excited that we wanted to come and have a look, you know. Mm. like Some clever people out there doing cool shit. Only one he knows of. Only one in the world that he knows of. So that was pretty cool. But the way he's carried it was off. It nine, was it a 944? Prob- that's probably the model. If it wasn't a it was 928, a it's a 944. 928 was the V8 one? Yeah, the, the pop-up round. Yeah, it was probably the 944. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a cool That's a cool swap. Yeah, so, no. Yeah, no, I only had that one. Oh, there you um, go. Well, today? I went, I went with Luke Arena, which is the page before with the Charger, because talk about it's bloody. a bit of work going on there, <laughs> There's not much charger left there. There's a, basically a roof and a, and, a, and a bit of chassis. And that's going to be a Daytona recreation. Nice. He's doing it as a Daytona, so that's pretty cool. We, we need one of them around the scene, yeah. I reckon. So love that. Um, yeah, the WRX with the 2J. 
but also the 88 Crusader with the Bazaar in it. Mm. So we're probably going to the next one. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mind that either. Just, I mean, not everyone's going to be able to build, as we know, Tiranas, you know, but he... XRT, Falcons, everything's getting dear and crazy, mm. you know. Th- yeah. So the scene needs to develop around more affordable alternatives and I guess a barra in a, you know, in a crown or in a crusader is still an option for some. Mm. You know? So that was about it, mate, for me there. Uh, so we move on to the reader's pride section, which you got one out of there, mate? Yeah, Carol? I couldn't go past the um, Grant Coons 1947 Chevrolet pickup. Yeah, I need a page number for reference because number one three four. One three four. Yeah, no, that was the one I picked anyway. So yeah. the Chevy right. pickup. That's yeah. a good looking thing, isn't it? Yeah, the pine cool. deck. Yeah, no, absolutely, and yeah, lifted the truck tub and everything up. And yeah, yeah, no, that's very cool. Um, I had page one thirty six. Uh, Eugene Wong in his V A K Calais. Yeah, just took me back to my twenty-one year, years of uh, being twenty-one and twenty-two-ish. It's my little, uh, I think it's cerulean green, VK Calais. Yeah, yeah. Well, at risk of upsetting people, I just realised that VN's got a bazaar in it. I didn't know that, so I must go. have flicked past that a bit fast. But the EL, mm. which must be over the page, um, with the FJ FG bazaar in it. No, back a page. Then where is it? Where's the EL? Yeah. yeah, there it is. Oh, it's got the big boy motor. Yeah, it's got the big boy motor in it. And I did start this podcast by shouting out EFs and ELs because I think they're a stylish looking car. Mm, they are a good looking That car. weren't really appreciated as much as they could have been. It's starting to now, I think. I, I think to... it's also a bit of my guilt for having an EL diff in me Nash. <laughs> you know, thinking there's one EL that's going to be off the road forever. You know? I remember going to the motor show <laughs> back at the exhibition centre just to get the brochures for those cars. Yeah. The XRs. Beautiful cars. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, what year were they? 90, 95, yeah. Yeah, so now that's cool. As so, yeah, glad we got called that listener early in the piece, mate. This bloke's just going to keep shouting out buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> we had one listener, Daryl, that left our podcast, switched it off part way through an episode because we were talking about a barra. Yeah, really. But right. we had we had how guests. offensive we had, hell. we had guests online. We got this guy, this guy, and I mentioned a barra, a barra, and mm. he just pulled out like. Yeah. Wow. But he but he had to announce it. Yeah, he yeah. had to announce like it. Yeah, airport. yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Mike By the way, I'm leaving. <laughs> Probably wouldn't have noticed if you hadn't have mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there you go. Moving along to the Sunday sesh, page one forty four. I'll kick us off. <clears throat> The chat I pick up the top. I'm trying to work out whether that's Alex or not because the only other photos I've found of Alex, uh, MFP bug is hasn't got those wheels, it's got the skinnies on it. So I'm not sure he's a follower. So I'm disappointed in myself that I can't call it. There's not many Herbie ones that actually have the period correct tyres on, and there's a lot of Herbie's. Uh, mm. Replicas that just have the uh, you know the stripes and the number. Yeah, that's also got the soft top roof. Yeah, well, his has got the soft top roof as well. Alex has. That's what it's sort of really kind of. Yeah, yeah. The white so apologies on the tires if is a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, well, apologies if you're listening, mate, because mm. I should know. I should be better than that. <laughs> but at least I didn't hide from it. Was that a movie car? 
show but, or something going on? Or yeah, Herbie um, was, but the X B is it in the background of that? Yeah, that's from Mad Max. Yeah, it is. Correct. We've got one in Ballarat. Too. Yeah, I've seen it at both at Truck Show. Yeah, Brett yeah. Burge. Uh, and we had the Black Interceptor up at the lake on Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. Brett Gooding decided to turn up up at the lake. Yeah. Which was really cool. Page wow. 145, is that an XE with the ESP badge? Yep. That's an XE, right? Yeah. They're a beautiful car. Yeah. The ESPs are very nice. Yeah. Um, and I also shared out Barney. There's that photo's taken from yeah, the Yeah, I think somebody, somebody would have uh, picked up one. Yeah, we don't avoid ones we know, that's for sure. Um, I had 145 Chess Images, the the big Cobra. Yeah. Um, talking about Falcon Hardtops, that's uh, that's always a winner for me, the Cobra. I had 143 for the Michael Myers uh, VH. Oh, yes. Yeah. Gold Simmons and Gold SS badges. And, again, it's not, you know, I mean, I try and pick Sunday too far away for the photo. Like the quality, not for the car, but mm. I think I did pick that one specifically for the car. Yeah. But that shot of that HT van, though, of Craig, oh, like, Craig yeah, Ferguson. That's the other one. I, I picked that one for me. Yeah, so no, there you go. It's a nice. And I sort of noticed the, the, the bit of a ghost stripe down the mm. bottom there, very faint. Yeah, yeah. No, I've only picked it up now you've mentioned it because clearly like there's it. nothing laying on the road there reflecting. So. I like it. Yeah, no, I like that too, mate. Well yeah. played. Tough shot. About page eight, which is also linked. So I could have said page 92, but I'll go page eight first. That's pretty tough. And then Scott. Well, actually, I've picked it on page 92. Yeah, there you go. Well, we, can, we get to do both because <laughs> I was the feeling. Same picture on a different I was, feeling really, I was feeling really <laughs> indulgent making Scotty move to page 92 from there, but you yeah. can do that. Yeah, I've, it's the same, 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 but different. <laughs> same, same, but different. Yeah. So. My, my cue are doing the uh, trailer burnout. Yeah, and like. that, that's at the cruise for a cause. But, yeah, no, that's definitely good. Well, the other one was just uh, Taylor's, uh, Taylor Harris's coupe. Yep. Nearly any photo of that XB mm. coupe, mate. Yeah. Yeah, you got a tough shot. Is there yeah. something in there that really jumps? Probably go to the Dodge Challenger on page 76, top uh, of the page. Oh, yes. Hell, yeah. We've spoken about that on the American podcast Muscle. before, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, does Drag Challenge every year. And that's another one, too, which is coming up in honourable mentions. But, yes, Drag Challenge 2023. Yep. On page 10, uh, Telfo dedicated the full news front to Drag Challenge. Cool as. Because, yeah, we're sort of moving into that honourable mention territory, mate. Yep. Yep. So there we go. Well, I had Heath Hatch as, as an honourable mention. I couldn't not uh, mention that, but yeah, we had no. a bit of a discussion around it, so that was cool. I understand that. Another honourable mention while we're close. 12, Scotty? Hell yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Blowback is coming back. Yeah, absolutely. Craig and Christie. I've, I've been, I've seen that chassis advertised a few times, you know, around the marketplace and, and that for sale. It's been for sale for quite a while, and I'm, I'm really happy to see somebody has um, gone and grabbed it. And yeah. Going to have another crack. And that's what he's sort of reflected to. Even without the body, he'll build that vehicle. I'll be very very keen to see what he does with it because we, we obviously obviously know what he does with uh, with some time and some tools. So yeah. very keen to see the outcome of that one. So yeah. who's building it? 
Um, Craig McKenzie, Craig and Christy McKenzie, you've got that white HR that we spoke about in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've got this and they've got custody of this now. Mm. And they were saying the body's somewhere and people are saying they've seen shot photos of the body recently, but he will. I've be- seen photos of it and it's pretty fucked. Yeah, well, he'll build the body to build the car. He'll, he'll yeah, build that yeah. car exactly as we recall and then change it yeah, up for Yeah, I'll be really, like I said, I'm really excited to see what he does with it. Um, I've got a f- bit of a vision that he'll probably do something that looks very similar. He'll put his own spin on it. Yep. Um, I reckon that like the, the wings or the whatever they call it on the, the extension, body extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're probably going to be there. Um, don't know. It's going to be really... Yeah. It's an exciting project. And, and that's what exactly what's happened. Everyone's got excited, not mm. just because, you know, and again, because of whose hands it's in. So, yeah, no, and they're unreal. Uh, like, I swear they're battlers and they're just pushing hard, you know, but, you know, if they're not buddy in the shed, they're buddy dragging the latest creation up the road to the show that might be fucking 600 k's away. Like, they're unreal. So, you know what that photo reminded me of? Yeah, I messaged you yesterday about this. My mate's called WB Ute. Yep. With the X8 NAT backhand in his shed. Yeah. Yep. He showed me it um, last year. It's, it's off the production floor into yep. a shed yep. since new. And <clears throat> when I saw that, it reminded me of it straight you away. You know those ones, mate, the, mm. with the canopy and yep. stuff? Hey, yeah. Absolutely killer. Yeah. There's one for sale not long ago, I reckon. Yeah. There's um, actually. Dave sent me a um, a link this morning. Uh, what's his name? Is it Wakefield? Glenn? Yeah, yeah. He's selling a really tidy WBU to the Wakeling. Name. Wakeling. Yeah, yeah. Wakeling, yeah. Yeah, that's Billy's Billy's young bloke. Um, Billy's my favourite 83-year-old, drives around in a VU ute, getting yeah. pulled up in a rasp by the coppers. Thing runs on E85. It's got the big reverse cow bonnet. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At 83, you know, you had to buy a buddy. Camry. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a tidy WB uh, out at Ross Creek for sale at the moment. Three oh eight in auto. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Be all right for the Sunday tip runs, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um my honourable mention, page one oh six was the time machine um article. Uh again, follow this. Or this car, this person on Instagram, yep. Surfer Orange Hardtop. Now, um, it's over the page, is it? Is it? It's not it's, the same. It's the same car. Oh, he did redo it as orange. Well, that's what it is. It's a it's an that's original. It's original Surfer Orange Hardtop, which is a very rare car. Yeah, I actually prefer it back in its eighties glory, but um, cool car. Yeah, so, um, so someone had painted it red in the eighties. Yeah, that's yeah. that's it back then, and the orange is what it is now. Yeah, which makes it one of one in that colour. Mm. Not because they weren't done in that colour, but it was the one that was painted that colour. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very rare car, but I, I personally like the, uh, <laughs> the look of it back in the 80s. Well, I, it'd be interesting to park it beside an orange XA anyway, just to compare the colours. Yeah. From the orange to the orange, you know, because they're... Because, I mean, you see plenty of orange XAs, so I guess. Sort of throws it a bit, but no, nah, it's cool. Yeah, that was all my picks for it. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to page 14. I always to drag was way too far for the Clinton Kelly HT, which is tough as shit. Mm. And it's already posted an 850 with more to come because it's not maxed out on boost or anything. 
and it just looks a cool car. I could nearly see that driving around. I mean, you probably need bigger photos to get an idea of how race it is. But, yeah. But, yeah, no, it was a cool thing. Um, page 22. There's a letter. What was the letter? I must have been going to get excited and read one. Is that 22? Oh, yeah, just about. Was it about the tunner? Must have been. Um, just give it, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. I'll get there. I'll flick a few pages to really upset Scotty on the way, on the way through. Um, yeah, I saw your Facebook post on Con, on Con Evie's One Tunner pictured above. I remember this car from my childhood. It was one of the inspirational cars from the pages of the street machine that started me on the path to being a car guy and now a qualified mechanic of a couple of decades. I don't think you guys understand how significant a role Street Machine played in who we came to be as adults. Those of us who grew up reading Street Machine mags from cover to cover hundreds of times, even the advertisements were scoured over, learning uh, learning material for kids like me. I have lived and breathed the lifestyle because of Street Machine, thanks to all the previous and existing contribu- contributors, especially those of the first 15 to 20 years. You were the guys who got me into the hobby as a kid. So... Daniel Breeley, but yeah, and again, it's that impact that people don't often think about. You know, mm. you go and buy it on yep. a Thursday and smile, but yeah, some people have based their whole lives around what's happened when they bought that mag. Yep. So that was cool. Page 24, we've got a Mad Max TV show coming up. What? Yep, the iconic Mad Max franchise is looking likely to extend itself beyond the new movies mm. with leaks online suggesting Warner Brothers has green lit really the new TV series. No, a prequel, yeah. They may ruin it. Well, Jack O'Hullahan said the prequel, but I think he might have just hoped. Yeah, you know, mm. fingers crossed for. I an watched MFT about ten prequel. minutes of that last, the Fury Road, and I just—it's like, fuck, mm. what is this shit? Yeah, but anyway, but they I'm can't. sure people love it, but that's just me. But that's you know, but that's George Miller. That's not Warner Brothers' take on it. They might mm. look at the franchise and bring it back to more what it was, what it started from. I don't mind the know. prequel idea at all. I, I think mm. so. Um, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, well, I hate the idea. Like the Ned Kelly movie with Heath Ledger. I knew too much about Ned Kelly to enjoy that friggin' movie, but one thing I knew when I walked out of the theatre was that no one else is about to do another Ned Kelly movie for a long fucking time, you know. So therefore, if they take it and they do, yeah, if they take it and ruin it, Mm. then that's not ideal. Yeah, there's only two movies as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) There's only two Mad Maxes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. There you go. And again, shout out Brett Gooding for having the interceptor up the lake on the weekend. And that car, right? It's got the fake blower with mm. the electric motor yeah. that you can switch on and off, but it's got a pro charger on it. Yeah. The motor's built to take 20 pounds of boost and it's running five at the moment. Mm. But he wants to match the horsepower numbers that they mention in the movie. So, you know, probably the easiest way to put, put a real friggin' blower on it, <laughs> but instead he's still keeping it movie fucking pure. You've got to be able to turn it off when you need to save fuel, mate. <laughs> That's it. You well, know, you can't turn the fucking pro charger off. She's just no. there running all the yeah. way, but... I just thought, and that's what I said to him, you are the perfect guy to have this car. Like, it's just phenomenal. But, yeah, they were going out to Lara to shoot a video and one bike pulled out, so he went, well, it's a bit lame now. Go and hang out up the lake. People nearly hitting each other up the arse. Like, some people locking the brakes up next to him and nearly getting hit up, hit up the arse. There's one for sale on Marketplace <clears> at the moment, but. Um, I'll go on. Now. Get that. 
<laughs> oh, if I had 120 grand, I probably would. Oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> and yeah. I had, okay, and I had the Taylor Harris XB for mention, but we've well and truly covered that in depth. I had the uh, VH, which you mentioned. Mm. I had the XP. Uh, page 70, Mopar Sunday at Willow Bank. <clears throat> it was a good feature. But also on page 73, I just love that Sigma lurking in the background, reminding us that Mitsubishi's were Chrysler's too. Yeah. But it's just like, <laughs> oh, it's, it's just cool. Well, they were. That's the thing. Those first Sig- Sigmas had Chrysler badges all over them. Yeah, but it dragged me eyes off that wheel stander. Like straight away, I was just captivated by that little. They're a good looking car. The Sigmas. I I actually quite like them as a car. Yeah. They're a good looking car. Mum, My, had, mum had a key and a magnetic key holder under the sill of hers, and I used to come home from school and pick it up and just go cruising around Vic Park and shit. Like in year eight, and he chucking donuts and. <laughs> no, no, Not no. like a little Gemini. I got a Gemini that sideways and hit a bit of an embankment. The old man found a heap of grass and dirt sticking out between the tire and the rim. <laughs> that busted me. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I got an auto Gemini. It'd be pretty ambitious to get that sideways. Yeah, so no, enjoyed that. Um, the Zalukovic Judy Baker on page yeah. eighty six. I was nearly going to put that in. Hard not to mention it. Um, I remember that when it when it came out, and um, yeah, blew the yeah. bit, bit of a mind blower. That and one. it's around that. Troy Trapani era, yeah, and yeah. it's when we were looking at those real high it could end e- builds. It could, it could easily be home, you know, uh, over in California. Somewhere. Yeah, well, he mentioned at the mm. time that they were thinking of taking it to the States, but I love the fact that he's got the contrasting car as well. Mm. What are you saying about LSD? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> look at it. There you go. Case in point. Yeah, but so good to be able to park them side by side so then people can see what's there's a actually couple happened. In, um, there's a couple in Ballarat, I know, and... They quite often have the Studio Baker Hawk Club meet up here. You see them around the lake all the time. Yep. Uh, 92, cruise for a cause, uh, pick three. <clears throat> no, 92 didn't have photos. Where is that? Pick three. Uh, where am I? Maybe I wrote the wrong number. Is there a barnstormer again? Oh, what have I done? Um, pick three on, yeah, no, it was. It was pick three over there. Just the fuck year and fuck that. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> Thanks, Scotty. I'm playing that one for you, mate. That was all about you. Uh, what have we got? Page 104. I would have picked this car, but for that front shot. That's odd, isn't it? I mean, I remember being excited by Monza's. In a world where I, you know, you could sort buy you like, could buy yeah. a three hundred eight Tirana, or you could put a three hundred fifty straight into Monza. It's sort of like, uh, yeah, America's Tirana, aren't they? Yeah, but that that reverse cow bonnet, there's just mm. something about that that kind of turned me off it a little. But he didn't want to cut up something more collectible either, so he decided to build an over. But I do remember them being an exciting car for lads like me. Um, cool plates too. Mm. Yep, yep. What are they? Oh yeah, kill yeah. time, kill time. One uh, oh. 108. One of one. Yeah, there you go. So, I mean, one of one in that colour. Mm. Uh, page 110. Matt Murray HQ. The dad quote. Can you read that from there, mate? Over here? Yeah. Look, you've built a nice car here. Why don't we stop wrecking it? 
doing burnouts and go racing instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, that's pretty cool. And even his dad got inspired, you know, and they're out there pushing that. So that's cool. That's, HQ with a fatty, of course. Yeah, 502 Cube. Uh, running a 1050 APD carby. 300 horsepower, shot a nice. Yeah, no, it's a cool thing. So uh, I'm nearly done. Page 118. Iron Maiden. Iron Maidens, the warm and fuzzy tingles. Yeah. Have a look at the under the bond of that car. You'd swear it came out of the factory. Yeah, mm. absolutely. But have a look at the photos of her, little little Rihanna. With Chip Foose. Yeah, and then go over the page, I think, is what, yeah. <laughs> this one down here. <laughs> Just always meant to be, mate, I yeah. guess. You yeah. know, so no, it's really good. I helped out as much as I could, scraping the old paint and sealer off. I learned that it's a lot of work to build a car. And that is a cool car. Like, the, like, these photos of her, you know, just her world's been about cars all the way and now she's got hers. Yeah. And that'd be cool to take for a drive. Bloody yeah. 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 So, no, that was warm and fuzzy. Um, the poster dilemma is no dilemma because Daryl's already got his poster up of the hatch. I have. Clarky's already got his in a friggin' frame. So, yep, he's pretty pushed hard. We got Smody talk there at all? Oh, yeah, no, I was going to do the Smody. I can only assume that Heath will be in next year's because they couldn't have left that out, surely. Uh, Obviously, he's just missed the cut because of the the timing because there's a lot of cars in there from last year. So Yeah, well, I think, you know, again... We're going to call it now, Street Smody of the Year 2024 is the Blue Hatch. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. And and Simon Clark actually mentioned something to me too, you know. Why can't the Jazzy Green Hilux be Smody this year as well? I think it has to be featured, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It might be it. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood the conversation, but the reality is She's still changing that car and she's oh, she still is, dragging shit home with it and she's it's, still, you It's know. generally cars that have featured in the last 12 yeah. months. Yeah, no, there you go. Um, if I had to pick, it's probably number three, that 1949 Ford or Howard Astell's, or sorry, not Howard's, but uh, Peter Lewis's XC. Pro- I'll probably go with the XC, to be honest. I love that car. Yeah. And I think following the build and uh, on Howard's channel probably – Helps that, but yeah, well, yeah, think, that fucking Porsche is still there. Mm. I think I'm going team. Could you Craig. imagine? Could you imagine if that Porsche won? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll just go and vote for it. I do love. Oh, a bit, I, I, I do, lo- I do, lo- I do the... love a bit of controversy. Maybe I just go vote for the fucking Porsche anyway, in, in hopes that it goes and upsets people. I, I glanced across like the 16, and I really kind of struggled. But I think I'm going Craig, Craig McKenzie, just for what he's doing. Yeah. But but the way he's presented, like. And, that's not to take away from the vehicle because the vehicle's amazing and the change-ups are incredible. Um, there's a, it's a tough one to pick because there's, like, you, any one of those cars could win. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, but I've been so solid on the on the last couple that I was really sort of battling a bit here. But, yeah, again, number 16. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, it's it's really tough because I like too many of those cars. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put my vote on Peter Lewis's XC just because I absolutely love that car. But I love the Porsche. I love the uh, I love the FX. Um, I love the Walkie. I love the Black HQ. Yeah. <laughs> love the 49. It's, yeah, 
What would you they go love with, Daryl? Love the Stato. It's, um, you got a favourite in the 16, mate? Yeah, the XC for sure. Yeah, there you go, It's just, it's not overdone. No. I reckon. It's not it's overdone, just, but there's a lot done to there's it. There's a lot done to it, yeah. And exactly. I've said too, like, I love XCs with a bit of tough because yeah. they were kind of the executive thing when I was a young fella, you mm. know, like, you know, cool stopped at XB. Yeah. So. I but, think the, as I said, watching the build, knowing that that floor, floor plan is basically an FG Falcon. Yeah. Like, oh, it's really? basically an FG Falcon that, underneath. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's got the independent um, in inboard brakes on the back, so yeah, it looks it looks pretty, you know, yeah, pretty XC, but it's just it's not expensive. Even, even the it guards, is. like the the front um, wheel arches, have all been extended out. He's smoothed yep. out all the the edges on the on the the guards are actually a bit longer, I think, from memory. Yep, um, just and I think. Following that build along on the on the YouTube channel is probably helping my decision there, but I just mm. I love the color. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the color of it's bloody amazing. Yeah, well, Paul Dempsey's XC is going to be at Car Talk tomorrow. The gold one, it's back running with black bumpers and I forgot Car Talk's on. It's got a stroke in here. Three ninety three, I think it is. Yep. Yeah, that HQ too, because yeah, know, I like, that's what I mean. I love yeah. that HQ. And again, loved it with the wires on it, which yeah. we didn't like it as much, but it's cool to know that it's. Yeah. We've known it for a while for it to now be featured, mm. for it now to be in the running. That's pretty It'll cool. It'll be interesting to see what takes it out, to be honest. Okay. Well, Scotty, what do we do? Music chat. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Music Chat of the Never Late Podcast. I've got to say I've been a bit slack <laughs> as our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't actually mean to do that. I was just shutting the magazine. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> right there. DJ appears. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got to say I've been a bit slack of late on the music in the in the podcast, to be honest, just the usual podcast. But my new uh, offsider at work, uh, Mick, um, He's he's in the music. He was in a death metal band called Dressed in Flesh. He's actually a drummer, really good drummer. He played with us. Oh, he played with us on drums for about three or four years, I think. Oh yeah, um, amazing drummer. Is the only uh, only time I can remember that. Um, what song was it? it was one of those uh, songs? Then I saw her face or something. Smash Mouth covered the monkeys. Yeah, we used, yeah, to, yeah. we used to do that, and you could guarantee every just about every time the double kick would come in to play yeah. on that song. So yeah. there you go. But um, he's been putting me on to some interesting stuff. But and um, by the way, Scotty, that's more like it. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like that one more. <laughs> that's it. For the listener, we've got Dave Grohl as the devil on the big screen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he put me on. Well, I knew this band, but I just haven't heard it for a while. But I've been listening to a bit of One Minute Silence. All right. Um, I think there's, I can't remember what year the album came out, but that's actually not too bad. Um, who else did he give me to listen to the other day, which I actually thought was pretty good? Pretty good. Um, I've been on a little bit of Mark Muldray because his new one, which has been out for a little while now, but the Nambucca Sessions, I reckon. Um, where's he recently played on Spotify? Uh. Um, anyways, yeah, so the last weeks I've been listening to a bit of One Minute Silence. Oh, Sleep Token. 
Yeah, Scottish yeah. band. That's the one I've been sort of jumping between those two. Um, and as far as TV is concerned, I finished Vice Principals. Can highly recommend Vice Principals. Yep, I finished that also. Oh, okay. What a good one. I don't know. One day I'll get those TV options somehow. But um, <laughs> So, yeah, Fever Dreams, the album by Mark Moultrie. It's a good one. But, yeah, he's a guy I met him at bloody Babushka back in the day in a gig yep. where there were like three of us there, <laughs> Garth's dogs barking every time he finished a song, and he remembered it as vividly as I did, which is pretty cool. But, no, he's real sort of soulful, you know, good stuff. As I say, I think he's writing me funeral songs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's probably a big claim, you know, when you tell someone that you're writing the songs I'm going to play at my funeral. I don't know how musos would feel about that. Um, looked for a heap of truck driving songs because I thought maybe I could find something to sing as a bit of an intro, you know, with our truck mate over here. But mm. uh, uh, Last of the Cowboys by Tony Justice isn't a bad song. Good enough that I bet he got its lyrics anyway, so... Must have enjoyed that. Um, podcast stuff. Remember I was having a bit of a Spotify conflict and couldn't play podcasts? Mm. Yeah, it must have just sorted itself out one night and Being all of a sudden we're back. Yeah, it rectified itself, so that was a bit good. Uh, yeah, and like normally I screenshot lyrics so I know what songs I was talking about, but everything I've screenshots just trucking songs pretty much, so, yeah. Well, we- I'm off to... Extreme on the weekend, extreme and living colour. Oh, there you go. Mm. Excellent double bill right there. So I've yes. been listening to a bit of extreme and like they're always one of been one of my favourite bands, but it's just it's funny that one fucking song they had, the most popular song. Yeah, yeah. I know to be honest. Yeah. And it's their worst song. Is that the <laughs> field clip in a car wash? No. More than words. Yeah, I'd see. Well, I, see, even I know the song, just yeah. and don't really know the band. But oh, it's did he, it's, did it's he front in excess for a while? The guy out of that band? No, he fronted Van Halen for a while. Oh, Van mm, Halen yeah. for a while. That's what. I, yeah, that's um, where it was. Just every other song they've ever done is better than that song. It's kind right. of funny. Is like not that I'm a country music fan, but if you take Achy Breaky Heart away and go and listen to some of Billy Ray's other stuff. He's actually got some good songs. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, funny, isn't it? You just, like you, you ditch, ditch achy, breaky heart, and go and listen to "Could Have Been Me." Yeah, yep. um, it's it's funny how sometimes the most popular songs just aren't. Mm. Yeah. Well, fucking like I say, Brian Adams fucking turned me around. I've despised yeah. Brian Adams for as long as I can remember, and he's that one song. What if there were no sides at sides at all? Just about. I don't know, about universal acceptance and it's just like, wow. And it doesn't sound like him. I'm like, oh, damn it, he's turned the corner. Look out. Because I used to say, you know, because I didn't mind Ryan Adams, but I struggled with fucking Brian Adams. (laughs) People do say that's because the summer of 69 uh, and I was born in 69, but I was late because I was born in March, not in summer. People think maybe they hated me because of that. You know, but it's all a bit ludicrous. Uh, we're going to do our we're going to do our questions, Scotty. What do you reckon? Yeah, well, I, let's do the questions first. But I'm, I want to pick Daryl's brain a bit. That's what I reckon. Also. We could just hand it over to you, Peter, and you can just get to know each <laughs> right. other to fill out music so chat. The, we've got three questions. Yep. First one is uh, Nickelback. Yes or no? They're really good at what they do. Um, They've got a huge following, personally. <laughs> no. no. That's a no. Well played. Well, that was um, 
very diplomatic. Yeah, <laughs> just in case you guys are fans. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one, one, one fan one here. <laughs> uh, all right, second question, Oasis. Yes. Very good at what they do. <laughs> <laughs> only because there's no um, personality music anymore like it. Yeah. Music's so safe now. So the yeah. fact You're that right. they were arrogant, they were good at it, they caused controversy, but they stuck to their guns. Yeah. They fell apart, but they make good music for a while. Yeah, there's there's still rumours that they're gonna reckon, do something. I reckon they're coming back. I hope yeah. so. They'll, they'll mend that brotherly rift, and yeah, something will happen. Yeah, the money. Bird's got his moving on drums. Yeah, you join him, aren't you? Mate? Yeah, no. Anyway, <laughs> who's Wonder Wall on drums? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I said maybe. That'd be done. Well played. Very good. Uh, last question. It's sort of a two-parter. Foo Fighters, yes or no? <laughs> yes. Well, there's a bit of a hesitation there. Yep. Yeah, okay. Again, one of those bands where the hits, a lot of the albums are filler, mm. but the really good songs are really good. He's an amazing drummer. Yeah. Um, the Colour and the Shape, he did all, this, all yeah, the instruments on it. did everything. Yeah. Incredible. That first album was yeah. Massive. Mm. I don't think they've done anything near that. No. No, they haven't. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah, but Dave Grohl as a person, yes or no? 100%. There you go. <laughs> Any, anyone that Lemmy endorses and is good friends with, yeah, for me, and Lemmy Kilmista, yeah. he's got to be the last of that generation, Dave Grohl. You're probably right. Yeah. I think after him, I don't. No big rock stars. Coming, no, yeah. no one coming up. Yeah. Well, there's not. There's not really. No. No. All right, let's get into it. Cherry Bar, tell us that story. When Cherry and how bar. did you start working there? Oh, actually, it's a funny story. Um, <laughs> I got into a fight. <laughs> That's how it starts. Um, so a friend of mine, um, a woman, she was, these guys were trying to get her into a taxi and I wouldn't let it happen. She didn't want to go. So I grabbed her out of the taxi. They, there's two backpackers, they jumped me. Um, this is at 5.30. Cherry Bar closed at 5, so we all hung out in the laneway. Yep. Um, and then they jumped me out of a big black eye. Security came, got me, took me inside, um, and then I had to go to hospital, make sure there's no fractures. And then I got a message the next day um, saying that the way I stood up for the girl, they really liked it. Um, well, they appreciate it. That's what they're about is inclusive, inclusivity, looking after each other. Yep. And I got a – because I was a local there anyway, and I got a job there as a bussy. I did that for 18 months. It was insane. <laughs> You've met some people, well, yeah? Yeah. So probably the highlight was when I knew Motorhead were coming in. I got to work when doors opened. I didn't start work till 8 o'clock, <laughs> but I was there at 2. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was the night before the show. We knew they were in town. Um, their management had called ahead and said, oh, Mickey D is going to come in with all the road crew. So I said to my boss, Ryan, I said, look, can I look after them when they come? I waited, I waited. And then they turned up. I said, I'm Daryl. We'll look after you guys. And obviously – you know, just make sure they're okay, put them in a corner. And, yeah, um, Mickey D came in. First thing he wanted to do was have a drink and then went behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> so we got him in. Um, 
<laughs> and he just said, uh, people, we didn't charge him. Did you ask him if he had his RSA? Yeah. <laughs> his face is his RSA. <laughs> yeah. um, it was insane. And then after about 20 minutes, he got, I'll qu- I quit. <laughs> and then he, he stuck around until 7 a.m. Yeah, that morning. We all just hang out with him, talked music, talked about Australia, talked about um, his background. Wow. Um, he's still playing in Scorpions mm. um, since Motorhead. But the road crew were genuine good people. Yeah, um, yeah. old roadies are. Yeah, Rogerio, who is um, Phil Campbell's guitar tech, that night when he left, shook my hands, and then in my hand was a um, backstage pass and a plectrum. <laughs> for the next night. Nice. So I took the night off work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we all went to, um, went to the show, I think. Rose Tattoo and the poor were supporting. Yep. Um, that was before I met Rose Tattoo. But after the show, my backstage just sat. Um, I didn't meet Lemmy personally, but he was in his um, dressing room most of the night. Yep. But I could hear him. That was enough. <laughs> Mickey D was sitting with us because um, we were with him the night before. And we just spent the night talking. Then again, he came back to Cherry Bar and. Yeah, just one of those moments I look back on, like, how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. unreal. For the listener, the people that don't know, the Cherry Bar is sort of the venue that mm. most, many rock stars end mm. up after the after their gig, hey? It's the place. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not going to the drink, they're going there to DJ. Yep. You know, um, it just everyone, around the world, this everyone's got a T-shirt, Cherry Bar T-shirt. James Young, he's done a lot for Australian music. He has, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and they're still, they've got someone coming up in a couple of days, I think. But they're still just, I don't know what Melbourne or Australian music would be without that platform. Yeah, I'm going to head there Sunday night after the gig just in case. Extreme will live in colour, Rocky. I'd be so, so pleased. No doubt, yeah. Yeah, that's the same. Last time I was there pretty much was um, Witch Grinder were playing. Daryl goes, oh, Trav. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. But I'm standing there with Tony from Blood Duster. Yeah. And I'm like, now I know that they're, like, they're my mates, but they're worth coming to see because you're here. <laughs> but apparently at one stage Tony had lent Travis his car and didn't see it for about four frigging weeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I think. Again, I think Tony's paying it forward. He saw them boys coming through and he sees the passion yeah. in those lads and he doesn't mind giving them a little bit of a boost, you know. It's been good stuff. And to be honest, Sunday night's the best night to go if you want to meet your favourite bands. Yeah. Um, they go there. It's low-key, um, more approachable because there's less people, but it's just a good night, good music. Mm. And, yeah, Sunday nights for me, Sundays and Wednesdays are my favourite nights to work. Yeah, I think I'll go because we're, we're staying down there. Yeah. Sunday it, nights. It's moved now. Yeah. It's where Pony used to be. Yep. Yeah. I did hear they'd moved. Yeah. And what's your own playing background, mate? Yeah. Well, um, I played drums for 30 years. Yep. I think from age 10, the 10 years in a brass band. Yeah. Q Citizens Band. I was, I was the youngest drummer to go to a senior band. Back then. Yeah. Um, then when I got to my 20s, I got to rock and roll, as you do, yep. start drinking. Yeah. That was it. Um, <laughs> so I played around Melbourne for about 15 years. There's a band called Australian Kingswood Factory. Yeah, right. I was a drummer for three years, 2008, 9, 10. Yep. Covers or originals? 
originals. Great. Um, we chuck a cover in every now and then, Rose Tattoo or um, Jody Cash. Yep. Um, but we we had a really good connection, me, Lindsay and Chris, that incarnation of the band and we had people coming down to watch us play that we wanted to support. Yeah. And then it kind of just fell apart midway through 2010. They kept going but went from a pub rock band to like a pirate kind of punk band. Yeah. So, yeah. But, and then after that, there's a band called Land Boulevard. I played drums in for a year, but then COVID hit. Mm. Yeah. A lot, yeah. Of, a lot of it went away then, eh? Yeah. So I retired then. That's when I stopped. When I stopped being a drummer, I started doing live music photography. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That was my connection to music after the drumming stopped. Yeah. Now, COVID put this bloke in this chair pretty much because he was playing Sundays out at the Wallace mm. and all of a sudden couldn't do it. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. What was your band? Oh, I've, just, I've played by myself for the last right. six years just doing yep. covers. But oh, yep. um, we had, uh, well, we started Mad, Mad Cow still going, but um, we started Mad, Mad Cow Oh, be twenty odd years ago, and then um, I started a, another little band with some mates, and uh, that was called Blank Canvas. Yeah, I, I always said it was called that because we never knew what you were going to get. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> we never really had set lists or anything <clears throat> like that. We improv. Yeah, if the crowd were digging this song, we'd just go into another song. You know that song. Yeah. It's um. Yeah, I'm not clever enough to do my own music, unfortunately. Mm. I'll just rip everybody else's off. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you. There's that. more money in that. I think I, I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I told you, Damien McGee, we were talking about martial law at one stage, you know, Ballarat Stalwart, and he took virtually every song and told me, explained every riff to me, like, that's just that. Mm. Turned around the other way with that put on. And I'm like, stop it, stop mm. it, ruining the fucking magic. But he couldn't play guitar without thinking of the things that he knew that were the same, you know, yeah. it's just, it's all in there, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah. And you know what, it's because of Cherry Bar that I met the guys from Frankenbach. Yeah, cool. Um, Dreadnought and. I love Dreadnought. I love Dreadnought. And, and Dan, oh, Dan, Dan that was fronting Frankenbach. Frankenbach, yeah. Yeah, because I knew him from Scar the Surface because Scar the Surface Scar were surfaces, playing shows yes. for us and yep. now Armoured Earth, he's yep. doing the Armoured Earth thing. They got a show coming up too, and I think they're second headliner or something. But mm. it's just him and the mates now. You know, it's yeah. bizarre going to a Japan with Frankenbach and, and then go. You know, what I'm going to go and do something else. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I learned a lot about the music industry from those guys. Yep. Just about. I learned a lot about stage etiquette from these guys. Yeah, off stage, yeah, is what it is. But on stage, it's all business. You mean know, just mm, yep. they had to fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much language for uh oh, just good music. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Yeah. No, very cool. There's something to be said for <clears throat> actually, you know, getting up and playing in a band with, with you know, like minded folks. It's yeah. It's a bloody good thing to do. Yeah, well, yeah Highly we recommend. To, we just do it out at the old Scars house at the Scarsdale where I was and you know, I don't know. Just that vibing off each other and just that yeah. creativity. But I used to have my digital recorder and mics and everything because I bought a bass. My cousin was an insane guitarist who wanted to play bass. Like there was no reason for me to play. So I just kept buying mics and mic yeah. in the room. So every time we stopped, 
I just hit play on what we'd just done and then the boys were like, oh, what about when you do that, I'll do this. And yeah. like we just – so instead of just, you know, jamming something that you didn't, had, didn't have in your mind the minute you stopped, we actually, yeah, we just build gradually building songs through that. Yeah. But it was good fun. But, I reckon music's an, un, an unspoken language. Mm. It's an expression that if you've got it, you've got it. Yeah. And you don't – when you find the right musicians, you guys can go to the one spot – Without planning it, because mm. you're just there. Yeah, there's a bit of t- telepathy going on in yeah, there. It's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Powerful. I used, I used to yep. sing at my rhythm guitarist, um, R.I.P. Pete Lavery passed away, but we'd be yep. on the couch and I'm up in the bedroom writing poetry, and he's like, "Those poems you're writing up there could mm. be songs down here." So I'd start singing at him, and he'd try and find it on his acoustic, and if he couldn't, it'd just change mm. what I did, and we'd work something out, but. We go into the room then, and he plug his bloody Washburn electric in, and everyone would jump on that riff, and it's like, is that me fucking song? Like it would just blow your mind, you know? Because I yeah. know, I could, I just knew where the melody fit, and had nothing to do with the creation of it at all. But you push harder yourself because mm. you feel unworthy at that point, you know? But yeah, let's yeah. talk drums. What kit have you got? You still got a kit? I <laughs> do. It's an '80s Pearl Export. Nice. It's a white one with um, we've got Sabian double AX symbols. It's in the shed, but um, but I've, it's there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I no longer have an acoustic kit. In fact, I've got a coffee table. I saw that. <laughs> I do like to make things out of things. I hit the switch for Daryl. Just on the Does side. Light up. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> My favorite band is Muse. Yeah. Um, yeah. A, Dominic, the drummer, he's got the drum kit, but he's also got a stand-up kit. Yep. And it lights up inside like that. Yeah. yeah. That, That's very cool. some cool shit. Oh, incredible. Yeah. That, that guitar that, that um, what's his name's got? It's got the effects. The, the MB1 Korg. with the- um, The Korg effects thing yeah. in it. That's yeah. That's rad. Yeah. The yeah. MB1. I haven't oh. heard of Muse for a while. Yeah. They released an album oh, late, like last year sometime. They haven't been here since 2017. Yeah. Whereas they used to come here 2004, 2007, sure 2010. they were at a big day out or something. I was at, I reckon, one of the later big day outs I think they were at. Yeah, 2010 that was. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they're still considered one of the best live bands they are, yeah. ever. They're, they're incredible live. Yeah. So favourite live experience you've seen? Muse, High Fire Bar, 2004. By far, 700 up. people packed, no barrier between the stage. Yeah. We're just, it's my first time in a mosh pit. Um, and last? No, <laughs> they got me into it. <laughs> my first concert was Soul Chair at Festival Hall 1997. I was there. Freak show, yeah. yeah. Some of freak shows. Yeah. What vintage are you, mate? What year did Daryl drop? 79. I was 79 born. model. There you go. Yeah. 10 years older. Yeah, that what, was. What um, year was? What year did you say the silver chair one was? Nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. So I must have saw him at the palace. The palace in January. Was it the same? They just basically, oh, yeah. they basically won the thing, and uh, even and something for Kate opened for them at yep. the palace. It was still one of the best concerts I've ever been to. It was yeah. brilliant. That was filmed for MTV. Ah, they had the white okay. t-shirt. Oh, if I remember, but oh, yeah, the, no one has I can't lesbian. remember. I remember watching them. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, I was watching it from we were up the up the top, looking down on them. Yep, and, and um, oh, certainly we knew 
who even was, but I didn't know who Zombie mm. for Kate was yeah. at the time. And um, Dempsey comes out, oh, where's Zombie for Kate? Play your mind. Play a couple of songs <laughs> and then walked off. Yeah. And, of course, we all know who Paul Dempsey and Zombie for Kate is now. Yeah. But, um, I yeah, love, I don't know, I love man, Hallway. Uh, I still love Hallways. It's one of my favourite songs. Freedom It's so grounded in who they were at that stage even. Yeah. Um, your brother and I, Scotty. Yeah, who'd you go and say? You went We went and MX, saw No FX. No FX, yeah. That blew me mind because, yeah, Wade pretty much educated me by which CDs and just kept feeding yeah. me music he and said, then all of a sudden. He said he lost going, you at the gig, though. We're going to see him. Yeah. You, I, you lost each other and yeah. had to meet up at the end of the night? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. No FX. Lost in amongst it. Uh, that's not the White Witch, is it? Is it No FX? No, it's Def FX. Yeah, it's <laughs> 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 Something <laughs> different. Close. Fiona, Fiona Horn. Yeah. Close, Fiona close, but, close but nothing yeah. like it. Yeah. Here's my claim to fame. I was, we were at a big day out. I can't remember what year it was. The Mavises were playing. Yeah. We were watching the Mavises and um, um, we're sitting down sort of at the back. Uh, they were one of the little side stages and we stand up and we look over and I've gone, that's, that's Fiona Horn. Yeah, they're good mates. Yeah, well, I think she was Beck, going. Her and Beck and Becky. I was going to say Becky. Um, yeah. She was going out with one of them, I think. Wasn't she partners with one of them, I think? I can't remember. Yeah, but anyway, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah there we yeah, go. Funny story. Those two and what's her name from Heaven the Axe? Phoebe. Phoebe. <laughs> they're all good mates. Phoebe yeah. Pinnock. Yeah. I ran into Becky when I was in Egg delivery driver driven next to restaurants. <laughs> Just coming out of the gym and said, killed it. I was delivering eggs to one Literally of them. Literally ran into it. Eggs everywhere. No, I, <laughs> I, was still, I had the trolley full of eggs. And I was like, Becky. She's like, hey. I'm like, you don't know me, but maybe says, love your work. It was probably yeah. when she was in Melbourne doing Becky and the Bullets. It was about 2007 era. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't forget her face from no, no. back in the 90s. Yep. And um, 1999 was my first festival, Peaches and Cream, yeah. Mavis's Super Jesus, Frenzel, mm. Silverchair. Spider Bait? Did that know. one? No. Oh, because a mate of mine went to a Peaches and Cream where Spider Bait were playing and he's come yeah. out of the toilets and this girl goes, Cram! Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't uh, let her know she was wrong. He just hung out with her fucking most of the day. But <laughs> she thought he was Cram. <laughs> oh, Adam I don't know. That, that sort of mid to late 90s was... I think it was the peak for Australian music. Yeah. Yep. Super Jesus oh. are coming to um, what's Grover mm. called now? Volta. Yeah. I saw November. Him, I think I uh, might have to. I go saw him at the uni during O Week. Mm. It would have been around. Yep. Like yeah, we went out. We went out to an O Week concert. There was Even and um, I can't remember who else was there, but we went to went to see Even. But there was like ten people there, and mm. yeah, weird, isn't it? It's yeah. Fucking weird. I think my favourite live moment. It wasn't Slim Dusty with Mum when I was twelve, but um, was and or Twisted Sister at fourteen at Festival Hall, which was killer. True. But Lamb of God at the Palace, oh yeah, for bringing this bloke back to friggin' metal mm. after a life of listening to the you know, like all the alternative and the grunge and all the stuff, and then all of a sudden end up there and Randy just storming the stage, yeah. And, and given a performance and that, given a performance you can nearly own yourself from the pit and go, yeah. fuck, I could nearly do that. You know, mm. he just looks so approachable. But the fact that it's right on the edge of that cookie monster shit, but you can still define his lyrics easily. You know, yeah. Yeah. No, know. That, that was cool it's because then hard. all of a sudden I'd, two years, I went to every show I wanted to frigging go to, you know, mm. constantly we're going to shit. But. I don't know. It's too hard to put a favourite thing. I've seen so many things, you know, 
mm. big day outs and sound waves and all that. Mm. And, uh, well, I took the da- I took Toby to um, Hepburn to the Palais to see Paul Dempsey mm. on his solo show, and then I'm ta- like and had a chat to him in the bar and just said, "Oh, it's about the third time we've come to see you. You know, daughter's here." So he came and sat at the table with us and that, and then I said, "You know, pretty good dad I am." Could have been at Slayer tonight. <laughs> he goes, I'm going to Slayer tomorrow night. I said, wow, you just got more fucking points right there, mate. The fact that Paul Dempsey loves Slayer. Yeah. But what he does is so not defined like that, you know, yeah. like, yeah, no, that was cool as. I've got a cherry bar sound wave story. Yeah, go yeah. on. Um, I was always one for taking chances. Like there was a lady on a phone crying. But all I could hear was the drivers pulled out. We haven't got a driver. And this is the 2.30 in the morning before Soundwave. So I've touched her on the shoulder. I'm like, I'll be a driver. She's like, what do you mean? I said, sounds like you need a driver. I'll do it. She's like, okay, be at the race course at 9.30 in the morning. So I was like, someone said that she was um, the assistant to the guy that runs Soundwave. Um, AJ. AJ, AJ, yeah, she's the assistant. Someone told me that. So I got there. And at 9.30, I called her and she's come out. She goes, here's your artist pass. You're running camera batteries to and from Sailwave to their hotel and the SD cards for um, Sailwave TV. Yeah, right. <laughs> I had to follow them around all day. Collecting their SD, used inter- SDs. And- interviewing all my favourite bands. Okay, fuck. I went to the hotel once. What year was this? <laughs> 2014. Wow. So who, who was Green Day, um, yeah. Rob Zombie, yep. um, Placebo. I was there. I know that much. Living End. Yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was suspecting who was go. The, that who was the big one. finisher 2014? Green Day. Green Day was the finisher. Yeah. Maybe um, I wasn't there. Rob, I'm sure I was there. Rob Zombie yeah. was there. And it was um, at Flemington. Placebo, yeah. 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 Um, Maybe I didn't go. I remember I wanted to meet John Five. Yeah. And that... I didn't meet him, but I saw him. That was enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a guitarist. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe I was watching someone else. King Parrot were there. They were, they were on stage. Yep. And they got put on late. Yeah. Like, you just don't know until you ask. If you don't ask, you don't. That's get. right. Yeah, that's cool. Just took my chances and yeah. you could have been driving drugs. You could have been doing anything. Yeah, I didn't know. I, didn't, I was, I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, was, no. I, I finished my shift. Unconditionally, I yeah. can drive. Yeah. <laughs> By 9.30, I'll be right. But yeah. well, I, I had no idea, so I got there and, yeah, yeah, I was following them all day and then did one run to the hotel Then <laughs> that was it. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm. Good times. Well... well Sounds like a podcast. Feels right. like a chat. <laughs> yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, we could know. go on and on and on about music. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I thought. You know, we yeah. came into this thing talking cows, so, you know, we don't want people bloody be shunning us because we talk too much music. But oh, um, look, we give them notice. If they want to nah, switch off, uh, if I'll, they don't, not interested in the music chat, we, well, they, if they, they can well, turn off. Well, if they're still here, it's come up in my memories that this time last year we were wrapping our Instagram car show. And we're really battling for entries this year. Mm-hmm. I was definitely there. Yeah. His fucking Volbeat were a Volbeat. Yeah, there, you go. there you go. I was. Yeah. I had to sit through Gore <laughs> on the stage next door because I was front and centre waiting for Volbeat, for Volbeat to come on. That's yeah. right. I Don't you like there. Gore? They're fucking. <laughs> oh, mate, there's Dave Brocky. What a legend. Um, yeah. Volbeat. I'm just looking at the lineup now. Yeah. 
Volbeat, Rob Zombie, Trivium, Down. Yeah, I was just, talk, I was just right. talking to I was talking to Mick yesterday about that's right Down because we were talking about there's a lot of video about with Phil, Phil. yeah. Going around the internet now, and I said, "Fuck, man, he sounds fucking good. Yeah. He sounds good." But I said, "I saw him with Down, and that was this this show. Isn't it funny?" Yeah. That's um, the King Parrot connection with Phil. Yep, through that right. through that soundway. I think it was around Clutch. then. I remember watching Clutch. Clutch yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Was Richard Sambora there? Was there? That, they were. Yeah, that that year. Yeah, Alison Chains. Alison Change, yes. Yeah, there you go. Because a mate of mine actually Corn, ended up Alter going Bridge, to pick him up. Corn, Placebo, Megadeth, yeah. Trivium Down, Devil Driver, Newstead, Billy, Biff, Biffy Clara. Biffy Clara, yeah. Biffy, English band. Um, yeah. uh, Rocket from the Crypt, Asking Alexandria, Clutch, Alkaline Trio, Baroness. That's the first time I saw Baroness. How good are they? They were yeah. brilliant. Oh. They were brilliant. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. definitely was at that. Yeah, that was great. Was Richie Sabora on the lineup? Uh, I don't think he was at – I remember seeing him at one. I with, don't think it was that one. With Orianthe. Yeah, no, it wasn't She's that one. Are they still together? I think they are. I think they went through a together bit living apart for a bit. Yeah, right. But he's sort of – I don't know what's happened to them. Reminiscing. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. So when are we going to roll the car – when are we going to pull the pin on the car show, <sighs> mate? When are we going – because – Well, not before Thursday when this episode comes out. So please, if you're interested – in getting involved in the Instagram case. Well, eh? yeah, it was always sort of the end of August and we run the run the competition in September, but, you know, we've got four cars, so we're not yeah. – I'm not going to bother about it. No, well, okay, um, and I've already – and again, Scooter's onto the trophy and stuff too, mm. so, you know, if you want a trophy, could be a chance to enter in a hurry. But maybe give it another month. Yeah, so, I reckon run it, let it run for the months and see where we go. But, yeah, all right. Cool, lads. Thanks for coming Thanks, in, mate. Thanks, lads. Thanks, Good Darryl. stories. No. Thanks, Dave. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> on me left shoulder. Yeah. Look out. No, yeah. Appreciate you guys having me, eh? No, nah, not a problem at all. And, yeah, everybody, go and check out Truck Spotting Ararat and see what Daryl's up to because, yeah, he's doing some really good work and shooting some bloody mad photos. It's been awesome. What's your favourite truck you've seen in the last three months, mate? Um, it's the Gun Freight Fat Cab Flat Roof K200. Yeah, it's one of a kind in the whole of Australia. They've chopped the aerodyne off it. Yeah, put a flat roof on it, and it's just—it's an amazing wow piece of machinery. Nah, that's cool as. Yeah, you know, bring on the Ararat truck show, mate. Get working on that. Bring it. Yeah, yeah no, we'll, and the book too. Get that happening. Yeah, yes, definitely the book. Definitely the book. That's, I'm fucking excited for that. That's my goal. Yeah, because when we start talking, all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm gonna have an exhibition. It's like, yeah, we well, need to park a heap of trucks together so we can all talk about how good it is, you know. And like, yeah, yeah. It's, I've got but, ways to fund it. I just need to find a way. I don't, uh, printers. I don't know where to start. I reckon there'd be if you jump online. There's probably you could search up um, self-published photo. Book. You even go to like yeah. Snapfish or something. Just put a photo book together. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. It's under progress. Yeah, no, love that, love that. And we're not going to talk about the magazine because I think they've done something wrong. <laughs> all good. Um, yeah, I know, but yeah, you got to. You know, there's only one way to carry yourself, and that's the right way. Yeah. Yeah. No, cool as. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, that's thanks a wrap. boys. Episode fifty-four done. Huh?